Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Time for another week of Info-G Radio. This is episode 508 for March 12th, 2018. And on the show this week, we've got Jay. Namaste. we got uh, Sleepy Drew. Yeah, I'm here. Sleepy Drew. Well, the, the, you the sleepy sleepy Drew. Sleepy dogs. Yeah, I had, I've had one hell of a week. Yeah, and then you haven't had any sleep. And then you lo- and, on, and on top of that, you lost an hour last night. Yeah, I time traveled and I was awake for it. Oh God, f that! I was so the, the I, farmers need that hour, man. It's very important to them. I you know, so I noticed it myself because I actually saw the crops growing a little bit faster. <laughs> it, it was, the clock was going faster. I by think the second. I think. I think my favorite thing I saw today was a tweet that just said, "We did it, guys. We saved daylight." Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, we also have Ryan. Hi. 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 Oh, hi. Oh, hi there. <clears throat> anyway. Drew, I know you're tired, so before you take a nap, do you want to talk about video games? I will talk about as many as I can. So, one. Uh, prob- well, uh, two. Two. Okay. Yeah, uh, played Overwatch. Alright. In the time that it, it, I had, which was like 20 minutes at, the, at a time, I would play a game of Overwatch. Uh, I did play a little bit of Monster Hunter, um, okay. yesterday. Any new monsters? Uh, yeah, I, um, have made it to the Elder Recess. Mm-hmm. I am looking for Nerdigante. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran into like at least four different new monsters because they make you do that in that quest. Yeah, and then you can hunt them after you see them. Yeah. You have any of them yet? I, I know. I ran away from them. <laughs> they're not as they're not as intimidating as they look. You can you can beat them, but the lava asshole is gonna take you some time. Yeah. Well, plus I gotta in that area. I gotta bring cool drinks. So. Yeah. Who yeah. who's gonna take you a long time? The uh, lava asshole. Oh, is that the the one that drops bombs? No, 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 no. The, the lava one is the one that uh, it's like a plissiot, but he's he like swims in the lava, and once he gets out of the lava, his scale hardens, and all of your attacks start bouncing off and doesn't do critical damage. So you have to wait until he gets back in the lava and comes out again to actually do damage to him properly. And or you need to bring him. like fire fire shots. Yeah. Yeah. And he has like a super bomb attack. So I have a question. Yes. Why has Capcom never made the ultimate crossover for Monster Hunter 
and put in the Sesame Street monsters. Giant Sesame Street monsters. <laughs> Just gotta, regular size Sesame yeah, Street monsters. You honestly, gotta, you gotta hunt. You gotta hunt Telly and, and Grover and you know. Who was the one inside the trash can? That's Oscar. Oscar, okay. the grouch. The, the one inside you can, like, the roll trash roll around can. in the trash can and start trying to like run you over. Yeah, I can be, see it. Be complaining the whole time, you know. But ima- imagine the the sound of you carving these dead sesame monsters <laughs> you played and donning their skin and teeth. I want to see a fucking bird armor set. armor. I'd that rather imagine. That sounds a little grotesque. I'd rather imagine. Uh, like the sound of Elmo giggling to death. <laughs> wow. As the last breaths leave his body. Anybody do an Elmo voice? I don't even want to try. Oh. <clears throat> nope. That's pretty good, though. The Cookie Monster is an epic there, fight. There you go. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we need to ruin more childhood. His legs kick in the air. This this hunt is brought to you by the letter G. This hunt is brought to you by the letter C, as in I'm going to carve your ass. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm cutting Elmo's legs off. I need new boots. <laughs> la, 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 la. Elmo's dead. Sound of me systematically decapitating Elmo so I can make a new pair of gloves. Uh, I'm sorry to get the hint that you guys don't like Sesame Street. No, I just uh, okay. Ken, Ken brought up this horrible uh, picture, and now right. I'm just picturing. I, I have this image in my head where you guys are sitting there with your kids, just kind of being forced to watch Sesame Street, and you're just dreading life. You're like, I just want to murder Elmo right now. Yeah, my my son yeah. was never really all that into Sesame Street. Oh, okay. Mine was. I had to watch many many episode of. Elmo there you go. That's World. where it came from. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. It could be worse, man. I was babysitting some of my sister's kids. They're all girls. Three girls. And the things that they want to watch on TV are just... Oh, God. Did you know that Pure Cure Force has two different series? And one is different from the other a little bit. But Cure Sunshine is... And then they just keep talking about it for like an hour. I am just have to just sit there just nodding my head like, Yeah, that's interesting. That's fascinating. Please tell me more. I'm just like, yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more about this interesting cartoon. God, I watched, I watched four full episodes of that dumb anime series. Holy shit. Four, four <laughs> so episodes. Four. That's, 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 what is it? That's, that's about, that's about two hours I'm ever getting back, man. Never. You, you Never. Know, you know how much of my life I don't get back from watching kid shows? A lot. Hey, you know, I, I don't have any kids of my own, so that those are barred times. I gotta live with this guy. I mean, phew. Yeah. Anyway, so, Drew, back to games. Yeah, Drew, you play anything? What else you play? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to sneeze. Um, I did have uh, play uh, some more of uh, Fay. So I got my review out. The game's okay. At the same time, I don't know if it's necessarily from me. Hmm. It seems to have um, been forgotten very fast. 
that that was the thing. And you know, EA. They, what, what is with them? Like, they had what unraveled? Yeah, they they've got like this like indie label that they put yeah, out games from time to time. And this is this was like the next big one for that label. Now, Unravel seemed to make a pretty big splash as far as like popularity goes. Well, it was it was because of the dude at E three, the genuineness of his presentation. You know, Yarny was a cute character, but when the game came out, it wasn't wasn't great. Well, I mean. I guess they didn't have that guy, you know, that yeah. uh, that guy who was really passionate about Faye. Also, they, uh, they, you know, when they first showed Faye, we talked about it, and we're like, oh, it looks neat, and then, like, EA stopped talking about it for, like, nine months, and then all of a sudden we're like, hey, it's coming out next week. Yeah, that was the thing, like, they stopped, you know. You think I, I they don't... lost faith in the game as it was coming along, like, they didn't think it would have the appeal or something? I don't, I have no idea. It's weird. I, I, I don't know, that might have been the case, but I... I don't know. The, That's an EA thing, original game, right? Just like yes. how Way mm-hmm. Out is going to be coming out next this well this this few weeks. Yeah, but a Way Out mm-hmm. will stick out just because of that guy screaming F- the Oscars. Yeah. Basically, I'm really excited for that game. Still, I hope it'll be good. Uh, it has the pedigree of at least one good game behind this. So, if it's as if it's as good as that game, I'll be I'll be very happy. Well, yeah, uh, played that. Um, Make any progress in Radiant Historia? I played maybe an extra hour. (laughs) I I haven't had time. So, like, full disclosure, I should just go ahead and say what the hell's been going on the past three weeks. I thought you did last week. What now? I thought you did last week. I thought you let everybody know last week. I mean, yes and no. Okay. So... Let's start with three weeks ago when we were supposed to begin Radiant Historia and we have yet to get an episode out. My mom had to have surgery um, and it was pretty major surgery. Um, So we were dealing with that. A few days after she got done with the surgery, she had to go back to the hospital because she ended up with sepsis uh, from E. coli. So I don't, we don't know how that happened. So she was in the hospital for another six days. So I was back and forth at the hospital dealing with that. And then, uh, she gets out of the hospital, starts feeling a little bit better. Two days later, her brother dies. So we're dealing with that now. Just finished, you know, I mean, it's, it's been one thing after another, like when it rains, it pours, but. I've had I've had a heck of a two weeks, to say the least, and I uh, I haven't had time to really play anything. I haven't even had time to sleep for God's sake. But That's yeah, rough. it's you gotta, it, you gotta catch up. Yeah, I know, and I, I am slowly going to be doing that. No, I mean, um, and, and, and sleep. I don't mean like yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta watch out for your health, man. You've seen how it goes when you're not healthy. Things just turn for the worse. Nothing else matters than your health. Yeah, but sleep is not going to happen. It's not never sleep, so you, you can forget that. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to make time, man. It's important. I need to like drink like a bunch of vodka or something to knock my ass out. Get you some blackout curtains so you can sleep during the day. You know. Uh. 
Well, I only had to work night shift last night, so. And hopefully all this extra coverage stuff is over with. I don't know, though. Who knows? Tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow. It's only a day away. It is only yep. a day away. But yeah, that's what's been going on. So I, I unfortunately haven't been able to play as many games as I would have liked. Just squeeze in a couple of matches of Overwatch here and there, or I hunt a couple of monsters. I did work on a little bit of Radiant Historia, but not much. Luckily, those games are mostly very digestible. You know, one's portable. One is just basically like 15, 10 minutes per game. And the hunt, you know, basically at the maximum can only be like 40, 30 minutes. So at least you pick the right game. And you're not playing like a game that you have to like sit down for like three hours to actually get anything done. Like you were playing like Persona 5 or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're, uh, I'm, I'm getting there. So just give me a little while. We sh- I'm going to try my best to get a Radiant Historia episode out this week. So. Don't don't try too hard, man. Everyone cares about your health a lot more than the schedule. I'm, I'm, I know that. I'm fine. I'm just tired today. I can go to sleep tonight. This is mm. all a ruse so that he can delay it long enough so that he doesn't have to play Xenosaga. <laughs> the year thought, the JRPG ends as he's wrapping up Raiden Historia. <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of good, wouldn't it? I, I'm not worried about that because I'm not playing Xenosaga. I know. Well, you, 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 you think you're not, Drew, but you will. All right. You will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when you weren't gonna play Xenogears anymore? Remember when you said that definitively? Like, yeah, I'm never playing Xenogears, and then you did. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just just putting that out there. Fool me once. Shame on on you. Shame on you. You can't fool fool again. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, W. But that's it. All right. So I move on to Jay. Okay, I played a few things. Uh, two things I can't really talk about. But the game that I think I spent the most time I playing this week that I can talk about is uh, DJ Max Respect. Anyone familiar with the DJ Max series at all? No. No. Anyone into rhythm games here? Maybe a little bit. I was at one time. Oh, uh, you were into like Guitar Hero and stuff, right? Yeah. I played a lot of Guitar Hero, decent amount of rock band, and I was into DJ Hero as well. I never played DJ Hero, but I was super into. Uh, rock band and um, Guitar Hero, and before those, Karaoke Revolution. All right, Karaoke Revolution was actually pretty good. I loved Karaoke. Yeah, Revolution. That, was, that was a good yeah, game. That was, uh, man, do they still do those karaoke uh, rhythm games? Still? Nope. Mm-mm. They don't. Huh? That's a shame. I it's thought did, didn't um Sony on the PS4 release a SingStar or something? I think there was one, and it flopped. Um, yeah, there was a yeah, and honestly, I didn't like the way SingStar did their no. stuff. Yeah. I enjoyed the Karaoke Revolution ones much better. Karaoke Revolution was was freaking brilliant. It was Harmonix, wasn't it? Yep, and yeah. they also had a lot of great songs. Like they always did a great job of picking good songs for those games. Yep, mm-hmm. we had a lot of great Karaoke Revolution times when those games came out. Yeah, those definitely. Games. You know, as far as uh, plastic instruments goes. Having a having a microphone is not very intrusive. I I wonder why they stopped making those kind of games. I know harmonics is kind of you know out of business these days, uh, in the way that they're not able to produce the kind of games that they used to, and they only did the what the Kickstarter game recently, and that was it, right? The, harmonics. The they did that. Uh, was it spiritual or was it an actual? No, it was a remake of um, what was that game on PS2? You get the little oh. spaceship going through the lines. 
Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I played that a lot, but I forgot the name of it. Shoot. Yeah, they they did another one of those. Um, uh, that wasn't that wasn't great though. They really didn't. They, they didn't have the song licenses. Songs. Yeah. yeah. Spaceship going through the lines. Yeah, they they made a few of these. It's you it's, have an audio surf. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 it's, no, it's no. audio something. Um, you know what? I'm. I need to. Look yeah, I need to know the name of this because I can't remember. It was on PS2, got a sequel, and then got a PS4 and PC version. Was it last year? Was it? Was oh, it like a- amplitude. Was that... amplitude? Amplitude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I loved the amplitude on PS2 back in the day. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that was the cool. First one, too. Yeah. Um, but the new one I played, it wasn't. It wasn't very good. The, the song list was lacking. The, the features was kind of like meh. So, it, it is what it is, but I heard they put out this thing called uh, Drop Mix that's very popular. Do you guys hear about that? Yeah, isn't that kind of like a, a board game kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, it yeah, it is. How does that work? I've I've had some, I've heard some people talking about it. I see Mike Futter talking about it on uh, Twitter sometimes, but I have mm-hmm. no idea how it works. Uh, well, let me read you directly what's from what it is. Uh, Drop Mix is a dynamic and fast-paced music mixing game from Hasbro and Harmonix, the creators of Rock Band and Dance Central. Its players blend hit songs from award-winning artists to create mind-blowing mixes, get together and face off with friends to master the mix. No music-making skills required. Uh, so basically what it is that you have this... Uh, board on on the uh, on the you know table that you set up right and everyone gets different cards and each of the card has like samples and beats and mixes and like lyrics of like certain songs and people are like take turns like putting them down and you have the application that you put on your cell phone and it plays the music kind of through that on the board so you're kind of making music w- along with your friends to uh, you know like using the, the different cards and the way they make money is that the board and the initial pack is fairly cheap but yeah. you you have to buy more of those cards to get more music. Um, I've seen it on sale several times, and it seems to be selling pretty well. It's a weird thing to be successful. I didn't think something like that would be something that people were looking for. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't mind trying it once if I had the opportunity, to be frank, but I haven't had it once. So. Um, but what I want to say is that DJ Max is one of those series that's been around uh, before the time of a lot of these other games, like uh, around the time of like Beat Mania, it was it was starting to come out on PSP and stuff like that. So the DJ Max games came out, and but even though there's like over ten games uh, that ca- that were released in Korea, only two of them really made it to the stage in the form of DJ Max, uh, Fe- DJ Max One and DJ Max Two Portable or something like that, or Fever. You know, DJ Max Fever and then DJ Max Two. I think that's the names of them. And uh, those games were, were, were good. But the game, uh, the series has kind of taken like a hiatus for a long time. NeoWiz has put out games like DJ, I mean Technica, and some other games, um, you know, also on portable, like Sonic Beat Zonic and all that stuff. And they really steered away from what DJ Max games were like. And what these games are basically like is like if you play those Beat Mania or DJ, DJ Hero, right, Drew? Right, DJ Hero? Um, so you have the notes that are coming down from the sky, and you press the notes in correspondence to the timing. Simple enough, but you can choose between four buttons, five buttons, six buttons, and eight buttons. So that'll kind of change your difficulty. On top of that, you have normal, hard, and maximum for each many of the songs for difficulty. So you can get really, really difficult to very easy so that anyone can play it. And on the background, as you're playing these songs, there's like crazy visualizations going on. 
Some of them feel like little short anime clips that tell like a full story, you know, from start to finish. Other are just kind of like psychedelic visuals to go along with the music. But the whole package is just very charming. There's uh, over 140 different songs cover a wide uh, list of genres from rap, electro, K-pop, pop. You have um, some rock you have like jazz, so you have all these tough types of music, and whether you know it, it, it doesn't matter what kind of music you like, you'll find some songs that you'll like to play in there. So I highly recommend that if you like rhythm games at all, if you have enjoyed playing those games, give the demo a shot. It's on the it's on the PSN right now. So you know I heard the demo has a decent amount of tracks you can try from. So give that a shot. But I've been having so much fun with it. Just trying to get back into how I used to be with this game where I could just play six buttons and play, you know, near the most difficult songs and um, just getting, trying to get back into it, just playing the songs, just getting better, achieving better scores, just constantly unlocking new songs, uh, like uh, new songs and like cosmetics and all this other stuff that I can put on my UI. It's just been a lot of fun. So that's one. Uh, I also been playing or rather I've been getting back into Fatal Frame 5 and what I mean by getting back into it is that I was playing the game. I got pretty far into it. I got more than halfway in, and my external hard drive kind of like crapped out on me <laughs> on my Wii U. I lost like a 120-hour save of Xenoblade Chronicles X at the same time, along with my like 15, 16-hour save of Fatal Frame 5. That was devastating. And you know how it is, like, when you lose a save file that you've been working on, you kind of don't want to go through the beginning parts of the game again, so you just kind of take a break. And that's exactly what I did. And I just didn't play this game for like two, now it's been like two and a half, three, three years at this point. But I've been doing some streaming here and there, and I wanted to do uh, some horror games on Friday. So I figured since I got the Elgato set up, I you know decided to stream up the uh, Wii U. And it's been working pretty well, uh, getting back into it. The game is still pretty good. A lot of the backtracking and the pacing issues still rear its ugly head. But overall, it's still a pretty fun game. I'm enjoying it. I really wish they would port that somewhere else. Yeah, I was thinking that it could be a natural fit on the Switch. You know, because it has a gyroscopic motion, right? Mm. So you kind of move the move the Switch ar- along along with the, the camera as you're kind of doing it. I think that would work. And since um, Wii U is kind of, as as much as it didn't sell, it has a lot of good games that deserve a second chance. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like, I have, um, I think, if not more, almost more uh, Wii U games than I have just about anything else. Oh, like uh, what? Like what games you got down there? I mean, I've got like eighteen. I can't really oh, wow, sit nice. here and rattle off all of them, but pretty much anything first party on the system. Um, most of the stuff that's already obviously been remade for Switch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that system. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. I think um, there are, there's still some games like obviously Fatal Frame Five. I would like to see on the Switch. Um, <laughs> with some uh, visual upgrades here and there. <laughs> Games like Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Uh, that's a JRPG that I played on there that was really good. Like, Super Mario 3D World, why not, right? Why, 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 not, why not Devil's Third? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you why not, because that game is shit. <laughs> I, I rented know, that man. game. Do you know how difficult that game was to rent? Because it was nowhere. <laughs> and then I finally got a copy, and I was like, oh man, this is that new joint from... Who's that person again? Tomonobu Itagaki. Yeah, Itagaki. The, the godfather of fucking Ninja Gaiden, right? That has a pedigree. And then this is crap. 
It's like this plays like crap. This looks like crap. This runs like crap. The storyline is 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 probably the only saving grace because it's really stupid and dumb, and I kind of love it for that. But at the same time, when the gameplay is just really bad, it's just like I don't want, I don't want to play this game. Bye. Did you, uh, did you play that game at all, Ken? <laughs> oh yes, I played a lot yeah. of that game. Uh, well, did you review it or something? Uh, no, I actually bought it, and I wish uh, I had never bought it. But man, first we shoot, then we eat. Yeah, um, but like you know, like Ryan was saying, I think the Wii U didn't sell, and because of that, so many people didn't play a lot of these games. And the thing is, they blamed Fatal Frame, the quality of Fatal Frame Five, for it not selling when they should have obviously just been blaming their lack of a no physical copies for this game. It's all it's entirely digital, right? So they had no faith in this game to begin with, right? Mm. They had no advertisement be- up behind it. It basically shadow dropped and nobody knew about it until it came out. And then you know it's on the fucking Wii U, one of Nintendo's worst selling in the home consoles. So it's just like one of those you know pick one from pick from one of the reasons. Maybe if you put it on the Switch, it'll send gangbusters. And then at that point, they'll say like, "Oh, people actually like Fatal Frame. We'll make Fatal Frame 6. And then everyone's happy. And then boom. But nope. Nintendo got to be Nintendo. But we'll talk about the Nintendo Direct coming up. There's a lot of stuff missing there that I would like to talk about as well. But uh, the games that I can't talk about, I'll just say that I finished Yakuza 6. The review will be written today and should go up on the 15th. So look forward to that. I'll be talking about it in, in detail um, this weekend, uh, well, the next next podcast. And I'll also be doing a bit of stream on it on Thursday and Friday. So check that out if you're interested. I also booted up Nino Kuni 2. Just kind of the the basic first impressions of it, and uh, I just feel really bad because I know how badly Drew wanted this game. I just I just, I just kind of ripped it right under him. Right? I'm sorry, I, Drew. Sincerely I apologize. I, I can't believe this actually happened. Yeah, I'm I'm so sorry, man. I know I know you were going through a hard time, you know. So I I figured I didn't want to put any more games on top of your pile, so I just kind of just took it from you know behind your back. I'm sorry, man. That's you know what I I greatly appreciated Jay. Yeah, you were looking out for me in multiple ways. <laughs> No, man, you love Nino Kuni, the, the series in general, the combat especially. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, no, I um, I really, really fucking hate that game. <laughs> uh, when I talk about Nino Kuni too, I think you'll be surprised at what I what I have to say. I uh, I have heard that they have changed multiple things. Mm, it's it's a different game. Yeah, different game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Y- you actually control your characters rather than. Have these little AI things run around and and do whatever the hell they want, mm, to some degree. But I'll go into deeper detail at, at some point. But for now, I'm just concentrating on finishing these games. I also obviously play games like Monster Hunter, uh, a bit of Overwatch here and there. Those are kind of just kind of my go-to games from time to time that I just kind of boot up. Overwatch, I kind of took like a month break from that for a bit. So getting back into that has been a bit harsh. Because everyone in my general skill rating has, you know, been playing the game. So when you go back into the game and you haven't played for a month and you're really rusty, you're not landing your shots, you forgot about your positioning, you're just getting picked off left and right, the game's not as much, not as much fun. But when you start getting back into the groove of things, uh, like that game that we, we were playing, Drew, with the, yeah. when we got that three Lucios and Mystery Heroes, that was, was that not one of the funniest things you've ever seen? Yeah, we were chasing down everybody. Yep, and, and me and me and Drew, yeah, had the uh, the voice line can't stop, won't stop, uh, key to our one of our buttons, and we just kept spamming it over and over again. So whenever he was done 
and he couldn't spam the voice line anymore, I would start spamming it. So it was just non-stop, can't stop, won't stop, just spamming as three Lucios are just hovering and grinding over the walls in your faces, and just shooting, shooting directly into you. It was, it was, it, we, we, we laughed super hard. It was we, we won that match with three <laughs> Lucios. Yeah, it was convincing, too. It wasn't even close. Yeah. We didn't die after we got Lucia, too. I know. That was the thing. I was like, oh, there, well, there's my main. So. Yeah. Yeah, we, we both play a lot of Lucia, for sure. So we were very familiar with that character. Poor, but Overwatch, you know, even after all this time, still proving to be a heck of a fun game. Poor, poor Lucia's got a new, uh, got a new, in, new enemy. She has fucking Sombra. Sombra can suck it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No more. No more writing on the walls after getting hit by. Your healing, healing just dies, yeah, man. And you play. stop playing songs when you're hacked. Yep. Oh, that it's, is rough, dude. It sucks so bad. Luckily, there aren't very good many sombras out there. So yeah, but when thing. you get a match with one who knows what they're doing, whew. yeah, like they, they never die because your DPS just aren't aren't fast enough to respond. <laughs> and they just keep poking away at you constantly. And you can't push her away because you're hacked. People have also finally figured out on Xbox that Sombra is the way to go in Mayhem. Whew. Oh, yeah? Ooh. God. So does she just not have cooldown on hacks? She has no cooldowns on hacks, so she just hacks everybody constantly. Like, she followed me around a payload one day as, as Moira, just hacking mm-hmm. me one after the other. She would hack me as soon as I would lose my hack. Like, hack, 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 hack. And I'm like, God damn it. This is why I don't play Mayhem. Yeah, I only played Mayhem once to see what it was like. And I was like, I played a Zarya. And I was like, oh, infinite shields. No, Zarya in Mayhem is unstoppable. You can't kill me. You just, you can't kill me. Like, I, I, I played a Mayhem match the other day. I spent 21 minutes on the objective. <laughs> Basically, a full charge too. I bet, right? Oh yeah. The, the point of playing arcade is to get those quick loot boxes. Why are you doing that? <laughs> because everybody I play with doesn't want to play Mr. Heroes, and I don't want to play Deathmatch. I hate Deathmatch. Deathmatch is all right, guys. You guys hate, are you guys are getting a bad. I play I played a good amount of it with with Eric, your your buddy, and he loves it. And I'm just like, dude, I'm done with this. I don't. Uh-huh. I don't. I, it's not why I play Overwatch. Oh, oh! You guys talking about team deathmatch? I was thinking about free for all. Uh, any kind of yeah. The free for all deathmatches are fucking free loot boxes for days, man. Yeah, you guys just gotta get top four out of eight, and that is easy to do, like nine out of ten times. But I sit I've down only lost I, like two. But I sit down and play Overwatch to have fun, and I do yeah, not. I, I do so. not have fun playing deathmatch. I like Fair Mystery enough. Heroes because it forces me to play characters that I don't normally play. No, I do mm-hmm. too. But and I feel like I legit yeah. got a little bit better with some characters because Absolutely. I've been playing Mystery Heroes. Yeah, and it's fun. Like when you get a weird, like a Torb on attack or something. It's kind of cool. I, I like it when um, Drew gets Widow. It's like, oh, I guess five against six, and then Drew dies, and then he gets Widow again. He's like, God damn it! I swear, he's, he's so mad. It sucks when I get Widow in Mystery Heroes because I stay so far back trying to snipe that I don't die. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, you're up... basically accomplishing nothing because you're not hitting your shots. Right? Oh no, I suck as Widow. I like it's, yeah. they call me the world's worst sniper. I, I am no good with the Widow. Oh, that's that's a question to have. How does auto aim work for Widow? It doesn't work in her in her oh. scope. I guess it'd be too powerful if it did. Huh? Yeah, it's it, you can yeah. when you watch people play it. It's very much the same as Hanzo, the leading left, right, whatever. It's mm-hmm. and then you can still see people on Xbox like just quick scope one shot. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. 
Well, whenever you got a competitive game, man, these these kids will you get they get nuts. Yeah, the widow and competitive is like you watch it and you're like, dude, I don't think you're human. I think you're an android. Mm-hmm. You're not. Is there any kind of hacking problems on Xbox at all? Uh, occasionally, occasionally it's a lot less prevalent because it's you know closed system, and mm-hmm. those guys get banned real quick. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, Blizzard's pretty good with uh, sending out the band hammer for cheaters, at least. <coughs> yeah, they usually last one, maybe two matches before they get shut out. So good. Fuck those guys, man. Yep. I, I, I hate cheaters and competitive games, but uh, yeah, that's basically it for me. All right, to move on to the wombat. Hurrah! Hurrah! So I've actually um, played a lot of different little things, but nothing that. Anybody's probably too interested in hearing me talk about in 2018, um, because it's a lot of older stuff. Um, I did play um, some Monster Hunter, not a ton. Um, some Fire Pro Wrestling, not a ton. Um, again, most of my stuff's been in small uh, little where, where are you in Monster Hunter now? Uh, pretty much where I was. When I played yesterday, I, pl- I was on my son's character, so we were playing on his okay. character for a little is bit he, yesterday. Is he still enjoying the game? Yeah, he likes it. Yeah, okay, he likes cool. it a lot. He was fighting uh, um, uh, Toby Kadachi in the arena uh, huh. yesterday. Did, you, did he get to use the, the, the Dragon Hater at the end? He there? did. Yeah, uh, isn't that yeah. so satisfying? That's the best. Yeah, yeah. the best. <laughs> um, so we played a little bit of that. Um, the um, the game I'll talk the most about that I played this week is the demo for Kirby Star Allies. Oh, on the yeah, Switch. That's a cool game. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I'm a sucker for Kirby games. Um, and uh, that game's awesome. I can't wait to play the full game on Friday. Um, the uh, Ken, are you, you're probably the only other one on the show that played it, right? Yes, I did play it. I have a very weird feeling about one of the things you can do in that game. Uh, which one? The make-out party. What? Make-out party. So when you, eat, when you eat food in that game... You can oh, yeah. you can heal your allies with it, yeah. By uh-huh. chewing it up and then going over like wrapping your arms around them and like spitting food in their mouth. Yeah, it's, just like a mama bird. It's it's it's, it's, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. But no, other than uh, that, that game is cool. The the premise of the game, just so in case anybody hasn't seen any trailers or anything, is it's your it's your standard Kirby game, right? Uh, only in this one, you can also throw hearts at enemies. Um, only enemies that have um, powers. You can throw hearts at them, and they'll join your team. Um, and so you can have up to four people on your team, including Kirby. Um, obviously, if you have more than one person, um, second player, third player, fourth player can take over and control uh, your allies, or the computer will control them for you. Um, it's uh, It's kind of cool because... If, for example, you've got like a, um, let's say you've got a cutter uh, on your team, a bomb guy on your team, and the sword guy on your team, um, and you come across a fire guy, you can swap the sword guy out for a fire guy, and then um, if you hold up, um, Kirby and the other guys will lift their like weapons up in the air. And then whoever's the fire guy, or if it's the computer, he can blow fire on them, and it'll it'll turn their sword into a fire sword, right? Or, or turn their cutter into a fire cutter, or, or blah blah blah. Um, the uh, 
the stages that they've gotten the demo are pretty cool. I like them a lot. Um, I like the fact that you know when you when you swing a fire sword, other stuff around you can catch on fire. You can catch grass on fire and stuff like that. Um, there's a really strange part where you can get into what they call a friendship circle, um, <laughs> where they all they all join hands and they turn into like this giant rolling wheel. And so you just go rolling down this hill, knocking stuff out of the way and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's Kirby as Kirby gets. Um, and uh, I love that. Uh, I love those games. So it's right in my wheelhouse. My son does too. So we, we played quite a bit of that demo. Um, and uh, we're both pretty pumped for Friday. Uh, Ken, you have anything you want to add? It's I've, Kirby games have always been really weird to me because, like, there just seems to be so much going on when you're playing. Like it's it's almost overwhelming at times, it's, and especially in this one with like you said, where you can you can like hold up your weapon and and get the enemies to, you know, like power up your weapons. But like, there just seems to be, and this this is my experience with every Kirby game is like there just seems to be so much to do, and some of it I'm like, why am I doing that? Yeah. That's true. They, there's always, um, in just about every Kirby game, there's always mechanics that are just kind of there for fun if you want to use them, but they're not necessary to yeah. progress. You don't have That's to true. do everything that the game shows you. It's just kind of there for fun. Yeah, I think you know one of the one of the big criticisms over the years of the Kirby games is that they've been very very easy, and uh, I think that's true. But I'm also the of the opinion that. Um, not everything has to be so damn hard all the time. No, sometimes uh, you just want to play and just dick around, you know? Yeah, there's there's benefit in uh, a game that's just fun to play. Yeah, so. and you, you, can't, you can't knock the way it looks because, goddamn, it looks... It's very pretty. It's so pleasant. It's just, yeah. just pleasant. And it's got that classic Kirby music, which is great. Yep. Uh, the first stage in the demo is fighting Wispy Woods, of course, because it wouldn't be a Kirby game unless you were kicking the shit out of a giant tree. Yeah. Um, it's the Yellow Turban Rebellion of uh, it is. Kirby it's games. the Yellow Turban Rebellion of, of, of Kirby. Wow, uh, so that's that's you, actually really good. If you have a Switch, um, you guys should download the demo. It's uh, it's really cool. Yeah, it's fun. So that um, um, that's the bulk of what I played. I downloaded all the free games um, on both platforms. Um, I played a little bit of that bomb. What's it called? Bombing Buddies or something. I don't even know what you're uh, talking about. One of the free games on PS Plus. Oh. Uh, I was like, hold on, I'll tell you what it's called. I like that, uh, speaking of PlayStation Plus, I Bombing like... Bombing Busters, by okay. the way. I like that uh, they added a tab for PlayStation Plus games on the PS4 now. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, right? Oh, um, speaking of that, did you guys... You guys all have the Pro, right? Yeah. Yes. Did you guys try the the super sampling thing on any of your games in the PS4 Pro yet? I haven't I, done it yet. I don't have a 1080p TV, Jay. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a 1080p TV. I guess it's up to me then, guys. <laughs> Fine. Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Make <me> um, <clears throat> the, uh, but yeah, uh, so I, I played um, some of that Bombing Busters game. It's Bomberman. That's all it is. This oh. is Bomberman. I, I heard rumors that Bomberman... The the switch one is coming to the PS4. Really? Yeah. That's, I don't know if you should be excited about that because that game's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, it's Bomberman. Yeah. It ain't no Act Zero. That's faux show. Sure. <laughs> 
The uh, I played um, about ten minutes of Bloodborne, <laughs> uh, which was enough for me to realize I'm okay without playing more of that. Um, at least for was right that, now. Was that, was that your I first like exposure to Bloodborne? Is that yes? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I'm not a I'm not a fan of the Souls games. Really, uh, I like Demon okay. Souls a lot when it first came out, just because I felt like it was so different, and mm. um, even though it was hard as balls, um, I really enjoyed Demon Souls, but I played Dark Souls. I couldn't get into it. I tried to play Dark Souls 2. I couldn't get into it. Mm. Um, I played, like I said, a little bit of just a little bit of Bloodborne, and so I'm like, yep, this feels when, like... When you go uh, into uh, Bloodborne, though, there's a lot of differences in not just your mobility and uh, how quick you move and how fast you attack, but also in the the overall atmosphere as well as the visual design. Did any of those strike you as something that you might be more interested in, or no? No, not really, because um, okay. I'm not I'm not really a horror person. Mm. Uh, so that aesthetic doesn't really do anything for me. Okay. Um, and um, I don't know. I you know, it's just not really my uh, it's not really my speed. So. We'll see. I mean, I've got it's, it's free, right? So yeah, I, I may true. go back and play it eventually some more. But it's it's not really it's just not really that series isn't really my uh, my style. I know I'll get a lot of hate for that. But that's okay. Um, it's okay. <laughs> um, the um, uh, I also um, since it was on the flash sale and I've been wanting to pick it up for a while, I bought uh, the remaster of Valkyria Chronicles. Oh, uh, nice! Very nice. And. Uh, I wanna. I really want to go back through and finish that game. I only got about a third of the way through it originally when it first came back or first came out, mm-hmm. um, and then it was one of those games that for ten years has been on my. One of these days, I'm going <laughs> to buy that game and I'm going to go back and finish it because I loved it. I had a blast with it. It just came out at a lot at a time when a lot of other stuff was coming out, mm-hmm. and uh, I put it on the back burner and then never went back and played it again. So um, it's you know. It's the same director as my favorite RPG of all time, Scars of Arcadia. Um, it has a lot of the same feel mm-hmm. uh, as that game. Uh, you, so, and you know you can get the Skies of Arcadia characters. I do. In the game, right? yep. Yeah, they're, yep. they're really good characters too, which is yep. great. Yeah. So the um, uh, so I started playing it again, and um, you know it's it, it was ten years ago when I played it, so it. Um, there's a lot that's sort of coming back to me, and then there's a lot that's I'm just like, oh, I don't remember this at all. So um, I can't really comment on uh, the fact that it's a remaster because I, I don't remember well enough um, what it looked like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like um, the best remasters uh, make the game look the way you remember it looking. <laughs> uh, and so it, it looks the way I remember it looking, which I'm sure... It looks much better than it ever did ten years ago, but um, it's you know in my mind's eye it looks uh, just as good as it did ten years ago because I, I thought in two thousand eight it looked fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I'm really I'm really excited to go back through and play that game again. You're doing it at the right time because Valkyria Chronicles Four is going to be coming out, and that's, uh, that, that looks really good. That's what I heard, and so yeah. I want to I want to go back through and and play this, and then eventually I'll probably pick up the PSP one on. My Vita. <laughs> you can maybe you can maybe skip. You can maybe just skip those. Is it bad? It's not good. Uh, it's one right. of those things where they took everything that was really good about the narrative and characters of the first game, and they said like, eh, "Let's make it take a place take place in high school." Oh, okay. The, right. the first game dealt with 
like genocides, racism. Yeah, it's pretty adult. It's a pretty adult themed game. It, it very, very, and handles it very well about death and the futility of struggling against a force that you have no, you know, ability to. There's like a lot of really crazy things that's happening. It's like it was like, oh, we're in high school. Oh, there's a bakery there. Oh, it's like, uh, yeah, okay. Maybe I won't play the second one then. Yeah, uh, the and the third one never came out over here, right? Yeah, the third game I heard was fantastic. Actually, it went it went kind of back to its roots. But obviously, you have to realize that it's still a PSP game, so it's scaled back significantly. Yeah. So you have like zones and stuff like that that you have to really worry about, con- uh, you know, compared to the other game. But Valkyrie Chronicle Four looks like everything that we wanted a sequel of Valkyrie Chronicles to be. Now, is it going to be a direct sequel to the first one, or is it a direct sequel to three? My understanding is that it's actually happening the same time as the events of the first game oh, in a okay. different place. So, so you don't necessarily have to play the other two to no, no, get the not, most out of it. I feel like the developers understood that not a lot of people have played the second and the third game, and that's why they did this whole coinciding with the you know the universe of the first game kind of deal. Okay, you know, good. yeah, good. So it looks good. How was the? What, isn't there an RPG in this universe too? Uh, the Valkyria Revolution. Yeah. I reviewed that. That game is crap. Vic, don't play is that. It? Don't play that game. Yeah, it's just really bad. It's a bad okay. game. It's a, it's Doesn't a game it take that place in the same for. universe, though? Um, no. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. Kind of. Oh, okay. It's weird, man. It's just, it's not a good game. The characters... The only saving grace of that game is that it tried to tell a good story and presented it in a way that was interesting to me, but the yeah. combat was dog shit. Holy crap, it was one of the worst things that I had to endure for a playthrough to uh, get that review done. It was it was developed by a different team at Sega, wasn't it? Mm, I'm, the original I'm not game. Sure about that. I think uh, they call themselves Team Valkyria, don't they? I don't know. I thought it was. Um, I think it I might have been somebody a, else there. Might have been someone else. I well, rather, I hope that it was someone else because it was bad, and I have uh, <laughs> you know I have a soft spot for the first game, so you know I wanted I wanted to be good the, the fourth game that is so we'll see. Well, it looks like um, Media Vision. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're. It says yeah, it says they did Wild Arms. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wild Arms Valkyria Chronicles thought. Three, Chaos Rings, Valkyria Revolution. So they didn't do the first game. Okay, sure. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm pumped to play through this again and um again play through it for the first time really because again I only probably got may maybe. A little less than half, at least more than a third, maybe a little less than half of the way through it the first time, mm-hmm. um, and always wanted to go back. So for eleven bucks, uh, I couldn't pass on the remaster. Nice. So um, I'll be playing uh, a, d- a decent amount of that. And then the other game that I I, dis- I found this weekend that um, is in a, a long running, uh, much loved series of mine. Is I found uh, Pilot Wings Resort for five bucks at GameStop uh, for 3DS, and so I picked that up and I played a decent amount of that last night, and it's awesome. It's a Pilot Wings ass Pilot Wings game, but um, I love those games. Those are some of my favorite games uh, from Nintendo, so it uh, it's right in my wheelhouse. Pilot Wings Switch 2019. I hope. Was uh, Pilot Wings a series that was like well renowned? I never really followed that history. Uh, I mean, the Super Nintendo game was definitely um, well received. Um, 
64 game uh, was too, but it was, you know, uh, it was 64, right? So it was incredibly expensive, and um, I didn't know a lot of people other than myself who owned it. Uh, but it was really good. Um, but the first, I mean, Pilot Wings on Super Nintendo was very well received. Yeah, a lot of people play that game. I was more of a 64 guy. Um, but it was, yeah, I mean, everybody played it, it feels like. Yeah. Love, love the, Pilot Wings. What's that? Love Pilot Wings. Yeah. The, my, my friends and I played the Super Nintendo one so much um, that, like, even the menu music... Uh, I can just recall right off the top of my head. Um, it that game was tremendous. Um, perfect mode seven scrolling. Uh, you, they were able to do things in that game that up until that point I didn't feel like would would probably um, be possible. Is probably a little extreme, but would be able to be pulled off the way they pulled them off. The skydiving to this day is fun. Yeah. In uh, in Pilot Wings on the Super Nintendo. Um, Pilot Wing 64 is fun. It's just, it's hard to find, um, 64 games look terrible on modern TV. <laughs> yeah, they uh, do. Um, so it's, it's hard. Uh, I went back and tried to play, uh, and I don't have a tube TV in my house anymore. So I went back and tried to play Pilot Wing 64 on my actual 64 plugged into a regular normal TV today. And not today, meaning a TV from today. Uh, and man, it looks awful. Blurry Hard to play shit. because it looks so bad. Well, most uh, 64 games look bad. Yeah. yeah. Period. But back the, in the day, it was fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, early days of 3D is rough, man. The cool thing about Pilot Wings Resort is um, it takes place on the same island as the Wii Sports Resort um, island. So when you're flying around, you see all the different venues from Wii Sports Resort. Um and there's like information pieces to collect when you're in free flight mode and stuff like that. So it's um, it's cool. The thing about Pilot Wings is always um, perfecting the landings and perfecting your run and making sure you get through it as fast as possible and finding any of the shortcuts that you might need to use to improve your time. Um, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, especially for five bucks. Uh, so yeah, especially considering I think it's still twenty nine ninety nine if you want to download it on the eShop. Damn Nintendo and their prices. Yeah, so that was um, that was my week. Oh Very right. Nice. What's that? I said, oh right. And then I'm <clears throat> I'm also I sent back. Uh, I should mention I sent back uh, Call of Duty World War Two without even ever even opening it um, from <laughs> GameFly. Wow. And uh, I just couldn't bring myself to play it. Anytime I thought about playing it, there was always something else I'd rather play. Um, and I'm going to try to get Kingdom Come Deliverance from Gamefly. I know um, Ken has shared his opinion on that game. Um, but, it seems uh, like I've a polarizing game, right? It does seem like a polarizing game. But I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm such a huge fan of games like that. <laughs> uh, and I'm so... I, I easily forgive um, Western RPG jank. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, from my perspective, it may be something that's right up my alley, even if it's got some jank to it. Although I heard they just put out a patch that supposedly fixes a whole lot of glitches and stuff. Mm. Does it? Fix so we'll the, see. Does it fix the racism? Uh, probably not, because it's a game <laughs> that takes place in medieval Europe. I know. I that's, do, that's, I that's to, a feature, Ken. I have yeah. to poke fun at the controversy because it's always funny. Yeah. 
No, I hope you love the game. I do. I, I'm happy when people love games. I just did not love that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I, I read, by the way, just to, I mean, just the, as a PSA in case anybody hasn't seen it. Um, GameStop right now, if anybody has any Switch games that they're trying to buy, um, I think GameStop's running like 50 or 60% bonus credit towards Switch games. If you trade stuff in towards Switch games, yeah, that so. was that was one of the weird things that came out of that direct. We'll talk about later is like all the promotions with GameStop over the Switch. Yeah, that's a weird yeah, thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna trade a couple games in towards uh, Kirby this week and get some bonus credit. So awesome. That's it. All right, I'll wrap this up. Um, since you know we lost a lot of reviewers, we still get a lot of like indie game codes. So I decided to start like just playing them. Mm-hmm. So I played one this week. I'm, I'm not going to write a review, but I'll, I played it because I wanted to talk about it on the show. It's called the Count Lucanor, Lucanor, okay. something like that. Okay. So I I put this game up. I'm like, I'll, I'll give it like an hour. We'll see what it is. <clears throat> so the game starts you off as this little boy. He's poor. He gets mad at his mother because she didn't give him any presents for his birthday. So he's like, I'm running away. By the way, he's ten. So. He decides to run away. His mom doesn't put up much of a fight. As he's leaving the house, she's like, here's three coins, uh, some food, and, you know, please come home. So the beginning of this game is essentially you walking through town and basically giving away all the shit that your mother gave you. And I'm like, what the hell is this game? I'm basically giving away all of my stuff. I make it to the end of the road. I'm like, oh, I need to turn around and go back. On the way back, there are some goats doing a satanic ritual and eating their master. Alright, as, as they're tend to do. There is like... As they are wont to do. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. like It turns into this really creepy... Th- so it turns out what this game is, is you make it back to this place, you run into this little vampire-looking dude, he tells you if you can discover his name by finding the letters throughout his master's castle, that you will inherit his master's fortune and become rich. And that's the premise of the game. And you're playing as a little boy. A little ten-year-old boy. Is there combat? No. I have not done anything but walk and interact. What? I don't... Okay. I don't know what this game... It's weird. I mean, the the total, like... The goat thing really threw me off as I started Is to walk Is it 2D? Back. Yeah, it's, it looks like uh, Zelda. It's like top-down 2D. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that game really weirded me out. I made it into the castle and found one of the letters of his name. And I was like... How many more you got? Uh, is it Lucifer? His, his, <laughs> it, 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 it's eight letters. So okay. it can't be Lucifer. But yeah, that wow. game's weird. I don't... Oh. Okay. Maybe I'll go find the other seven. I don't know. Um, I also will Went back into Final Fantasy fifteen because okay. the, the Royal Edition came out this week. <clears throat> oh yeah. What exactly does that entail? So, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm losing my th- I'm losing my voice. The Royal Edition, if you buy it retail, gives you all the DLC, which is the three episodes: uh, Ignis, uh, Gladio, and uh, Prompto, and it also adds a boat to the game. So that you can free ride around the ocean at your leisure. 
anything of significance out there, or just kind you of can the, fish. the ability to do so? Um, you can also, it, it basically gives you the ability to free roam the world better. Uh, there's also character switching, so you can switch between characters. Uh, they yeah. added a co-op mode online called Comrades, where you can play with your buddies. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Final Fantasy XV has changed a lot uh, since that game was released. So I jumped back into it. This is also the first time I've really jumped back into it since it was patched for the X. So it now supports like HDR, 4K resolution. It's definitely a lot sharper, a lot cleaner. So I decided to go back in, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go do the regalia upgrade stuff so I can turn it into a monster truck. So <laughs> I picked up a bunch of the quests from Cindy to go get you know, the parts for the regalia. Um, I did the dungeon for the headlights. That dungeon oh, is God, crap. I that. that dungeon I that. is the absolute worst thing I have ever played in my entire life. I wouldn't go that far, but it's, it is, it it's is the bad. worst part of that game. It there, is a very confusing place. There's a place that you have to go. Like, I had walked through almost the whole dungeon, and I kept doing circles, back around, back around, back around. Turns out there's a little spot in the dungeon where you have to hop a fence. And there is no there is no explanation or anything as to why you had to hop that fence. Oh my god, it's awful. When I left that dungeon, I had been in there for an hour, and I was just like... Ken, Ken, whew. you're a pro. You beat it faster than I did. It took me like two and a half hours. Really? No, I... Oh my god. Yeah. I was and I beat the super boss inside there too, which was like an asshole. The, was like it the man. snake lady? No, there's another thing that you can fight down there, I think. What is the... Because the, the things that really piss me off in that dungeon are the... Um, what are they called? The, the, the samurai The assholes? samurai guys. Oh my god. The ronins, yeah. They're, they're darks. The only or... advantage I had going into the dungeon this time is I had the ring. Mm. So the, the the smaller enemies I could just kill in one hit. Right. But, yeah, the, the sword... What are they called? Yojimbos or something like that? Something like that. Ugh. Oh my god, that dungeon. Yeah, lucky it was optional and not mandatory. Yeah, but once I went in there, I was like, you know what? I'm going to finish it. I'm going to get these fucking headlights. I'm going to get them. <laughs> I got the headlights. We walk outside, and you just hear Noctis like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I went back and played that. I think I, think I might play some more of that. Um, I still like that game more than most people did. Um, so, you know, there's still a lot of content that I haven't played, so I'm going to go do that. Yeah, at some point that includes all the DLC stuff, right? With the the three episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. I already had that though. I had this. <clears throat> I had the season pass. The royal edition is a separate add-on. It's like fifteen bucks. There, I, like I looked at it and I'm like, you know, I'll decide if it's worth for the stuff that it has. And I remember looking at it and going, okay, I will pay fifteen dollars for that. So what else does it add other than the DLC stuff, like the content-wise? Um. Well, the Royal Edition doesn't add the DLC if you already have... It's it's weird. Let me see if I can find it. Um, so I can pay $15 and get all the DLC along with the Royal Edition? Is that what you mean? No. No. Oh. You can't okay. get that. Because um, I would have bid for that, probably. Yeah, because the DLC is totally worth it. Like, the Gladio one is bad. Uh, the Prompto one is actually good. I'm sorry, I'm trying to look this up. Uh, the Ignis one I have not played yet. I need to play that. Uh, so here's the Royal Pack. Final Fantasy XV Royal Pack. This is if you already have 
uh, the game itself, the base game. Yeah. So this has a new map, uh, the Insomnia City Ruins. It's a new map leading straight to the game's end. Uh, there's a first-person mode. Um, Armager Unleashed, a new powered-up combat mode. A Royal Cruiser, the open sea exploration. The Regalia Type D, uh, new acquisition and enhancement quests, and additional achievements. That's what's all in the Royal Pack. Uh, so Yeah, I'll, I'll skip on that. Since I had already had the season pass, which I had got for like 20 bucks at one point, I was mm-hmm. like, eh, I'll complete the Final Fantasy, all the stuff that's with it. Because I have played quite a bit of it, including the right. DLC. I'm, I'm in the midst of the Prompto episode, and then I'm going to do the Ignis episode, because I enjoyed the, I enjoy that game. That's a game that, it's, it's, it's a stark contrast from, uh, because I reviewed that game and I played it to completion, and I had a lot of different conflicting thoughts about the game. I had called the, the storyline in that game a trash fire. And I still stand by my comment. Because when I played the game and when basically most people finished that game, that game was very much incomplete in a lot of different ways. The way the story was being told, a lot of things that were missing in the context, and the character motivation that, that, that wasn't flushed out, and the deaths that didn't matter, and all these different things. But as far as the actual characters, the camaraderie between the four... Uh, that was always really good. The, the visuals, the combat, I think, could have used some tweaking here and there because how powerful items were. And I'm guessing the Royal Edition at this point is probably the full version of the game that the developers intended to create from the very beginning, right? Yeah. Including all the DLC and all the little tweaks of the gameplay. So at some point, that might be worth going back to. But at the same time, it feels like a daunting task to go back to a game that's, you know, like 40 hours long and try to get back into it just to see a little bit more content here and there. It's it's nice the way that they structure it, though, with the memories after the, mm-hmm. the in-game because you can just kind of go back and do what you want to do, you know, so with with, a, with the world being finished, technically. Mm-hmm. So And then you can go back and do the, the chapter 15.2 or whatever where you get to see what Gladio and Ignis were doing. When you yeah. guys, when or Gladio Agnes and, and Prompto, when you guys got split up, you know, when Noctis was by himself. Um, I see that there's like the Royal Edition on Steam and stuff like that. Does that include all the DLC, or is that not a thing? I don't remember if the Royal. I think the Royal Edition contains everything. That's what I was hoping, right? That makes yeah, but I meant me. I meant the fifteen dollar add on that I bought does not include the DLC. But yeah, I'm yeah, because sh- I'm not gonna be doing that on PS4 Pro again. But maybe at some point, since my PC is more powerful anyway, I'll do that and be able to play the game actually at 60 for a change, because uh, you still can't do that on PS4 Pro. Um, you know, it's still all over the place. Yeah, so, the uh, the Royal is. Edition comes with three episodes. Ignis, Prompto, and Gladio. So it okay. does come with the, the three episodes. So yeah. Maybe that's, uh, that's a version I'll pick up during a Steam sale down the line. I think that sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah, I'm I'm happy where I got it because it's gotten you know all the upgrades for X and all that stuff, and that's I I enjoy that game. I've got a lot out of that game, so I don't mm-hmm. mind throwing fifteen dollars at it. Yeah, I'm looking at the the one on Steam right now. It's not called the Royal Edition. It's just called Final Fantasy XV Windows Edition. And this has all the new features that you're talking about that you listed, along with all the DLC, including the the three episodes of Gladius, Prompto, Ignis, and a bunch of holiday and booster packs and items. So, oh yeah, those fifty dollars, be- not a not a not a bad deal, especially if you're going into it for the first time. But I'll I'll probably buy it at like half price during a Steam sale at some point. That's yeah, that's and I think that's because it just launched on PC, right? 
Yeah, yeah, very, very recently came out, so... Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is, I think it's... Did they make it cross-buy? Like, do I have the PC version? I wonder. I'd have to look. Yeah, I'm worth looking into for sure. It came out on the March 6th, so just uh, this just this week. I just, I'll just i just have to boot up the Windows Store and see if I have it in my library. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also checked out Terra. It's an open beta on consoles this weekend. Is that that MMO? Yeah, it's an MMO. Oh, wow, that's that is an old MMO. Yeah, it's just now coming to PS4 and Xbox One. That's a uh, that's an MMO. Mm. There's a lot of it's it's Terra's the MMO where like they had the the bikini ladies apparently because like every yeah, yeah, every yeah, character yeah, in things. the game that's female is like got open clothing and I'm like oh so it's one of these okay. There's a lot of those. Kind a lot of, games. of those. But I heard the actual combat and PvP were good in that game. Yeah, the combat's it. fine. It's, I mean, it's, it's like budget, true third-person action game combat. You know. You know, I, I saw that I had a present in Steam and I opened it up, and it's twenty percent off Cosmic Star Hero in a game that I already already owned. That's pretty amazing. Steam, why am I getting these coupons for games I already own? We'll talk about Valve later. Shh, don't say anything. Alright. I also checked out Burnout Paradise Remastered because the EA EA Access trial is up. I can play it for 10 hours. How's that? Uh, I think 10 hours is going to be enough for me. Uh, (laughs) I I like Burnout Paradise. I do, but I played the crap out of that game when it came out. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, just going back to it, it looks real good in 4K60. It, It really does. And I forgot how good, you know, that game plays. Like, the the racing is really tight. The controls are really smooth. The world is really fun. I still have that same issue as where, like, when you're doing a race, there's no arrows pointing you in the direction of where you're supposed to turn. So you kind of just kind of make your way through the city as you race. And let's just say if you make a wrong turn, the race is pretty much over, which Mm -hmm. really sucks. Um, And the lack of crash mode... Which is the whole reason why most people played Burnout in the first place. Wait, there's no there's no crash mode in Paradise? I am still amazed that so many people do not know that Burnout Paradise did not have a crash mode. Dude, I feel like... No, seriously. Crash mode is synonymous with Burnout, in yeah. my opinion. So I just assumed that there was. No, Paradise wow. was a completely different game from the other Burnouts. It was open world. Um, no crash mode. There was that thing where you could, like, shake the controller, like, on the on the... On the PlayStation 3 version, you could crash and then shake the controller and you could continue moving. Yeah, but it's still not crash mode. It's not crash mode, but it is, but that, I mean, the cam- that was there. The camera stuff is still there, by the way. Yeah. Which is weird. So if you have a Kinect or a PlayStation Eye camera, yeah, it still takes a picture of you when you crash. Hmm. And sends it to the person that crashed you, which is kind of cool. That's, that's cute, yeah. Yeah. And let's just say that the images are a little higher quality than they were with the uh, Xbox Live Vision camera. Yeah. <laughs> they look like Game Boy uh, pictures back in the day. Game, Game Boy <laughs> camera. Black and white things. Game Boy camera was the bomb. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the last game I played, I enjoy a hell of a lot more than I thought I was going to. It is the newest twin stick shooter from... God, what is the name of that company? Uh, they make everything. They made Judge. They made... Um, What's those, uh, god damn it. They make a ton of them. Tiny Build, I think is the name of the company. That does okay, it. yeah. Uh, Tesla versus Lovecraft. 
It's, okay. It's exactly what I just said. You play as Nikola Tesla, and you fight a bunch of Lovecraftian monsters. <laughs> that sounds alright. Is that side scroller beat up that I saw? No, this is a this is a twin stick shooter. Oh, okay. I haven't seen this one yet. Then. Yeah. So basically, you go level to level, and there's a ton of levels. There's got to be like over 200 levels in this game, and every level you um you you know you get a wave of enemies coming at you. Sometimes you will get boss rounds. Um, as you play through the game, you'll unlock new weapons that you can pick up throughout the level. You also upgrade throughout the level. So after you kill so many enemies, you'll get a you can tap the Y button, then you can pick between two upgrades for that level. Um, things like faster running, less damage. Uh, there's a dash move that you can use. Um, you start picking up new items along the way. So like eventually, you can uh, get access to a mech. That you can use, and throughout the level as you're playing, if you pick up the five pieces, then you can call the mech and mow down like hordes of. Like I don't know what it is about this game, but I'm having a ball with it. And like hmm. every day, I'll go in and play two or three levels just to continue progressing it, through. Is it is it the gameplay or the concept that's drawing you more in? I don't I don't know. The gameplay is real slow. Like the gameplay is real smooth. Like those guys mm-hmm. have always made like they make like two or three of these a year, and. They've just honed the craft of a twin stick shooter, so their gameplay has always been good. But there's something about like the progression in this game of getting new items and new new abilities and new weapons, and I don't know. It's just there's something about it. I'm really I'm really having a ball with it. My son saw me playing it. He's like, I want to play this game, so I let him play the game. And he still has a little bit of trouble because you got to aim your shooting. And the teleporter, like, independently. Mm. So he was, like, getting stuck in corners. And I was like, teleport, teleport. And he's like, I'm trying, Dad. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> Backseat gaming, Dad. Is that <clears throat> you, Ken? So, but no, this, I, I don't know what it is about this game, but I'm I'm digging the hell out of it. So, yes. it's out this week. So, if you have interest in Twin Stick Shooters, maybe check it out. But, um, that's... Outside of Kirby, that's most of what I played this week. Uh, so let's talk about what is coming out this week. There's a lot of things. One of them I'm very excited about, and that is the Devil May Cry HD collection. Mm, right. I'm I'm excited to kind of go back to those games. Especially Devil May Cry 2, your favorite, right? My favorite Devil yeah, May Cry it's 2. Yeah, it's the best one of them all, for sure. You know what? People give that game a lot of crap, but I still enjoyed it. <sighs> it's not the best Devil May Cry. Yes, it's probably the worst Devil May Cry, but I still enjoy that game. I, I don't I don't have the, the visceral hatred that other people seem to have for that game, but it was a massive disappointment because I went through a lot of trouble. To, I walked. This was around the time when I didn't have a car. Uh, and I had to just walk to the game store, so I walked like 45 minutes to go to the store, walked back with the game in hand, super excited, just thinking about all the possibility of the game, and finally putting it in there, and I was like, eh, eh just a lot of anticipation is what it was, I think. I have a very weird history with that game. Uh, what, two? With two, because <clears throat> that was around the time, um, we all know N4G, we all love N4G. The guys that own that site at the time, owned DevilMayCry.net. Oh, interesting. So the they ran a forum for the Devil May Cry series at that URL. So when I reviewed that game, 
It was published on DevilMayCry.net. <laughs> so let's just say a few people saw my review of that game, and a lot of people had a lot of comments about what I had to say about that game. <laughs> what did you score that game, if you remember? I, I gave it an 8. I liked that game. 8? Yeah, wow, I, I really man, did. I, positive. I really liked that game. I mean, obviously, and it was funny because I got comments from both sides of the fence because I had reviewed the first mm-hmm. game, and I gave the first game a 9. And people were angry because I didn't score it higher than the first one. And then there were other people who thought I scored it too high. So basically, I didn't. I couldn't win, no matter which way I went. That's, that's the internet in a nutshell for you. Sorry. Yeah, and and being on a site, devilmaycry.net, there's yeah. a lot of apologists for the Devil May Cry series, so they were very angry about my An review. 8 out of 10 for Devil May Cry 2 wasn't good enough for them. Was not good enough for the Devil May Cry community back These then. These fucking cretins, I swear. Yes. <laughs> that is a generous, generous score for that game. It was. I was a lot more optimistic of my games back then. But you know what? I still really enjoyed that game. I played through both discs. Mm-hmm. You know, I I really enjoyed that game. It is it is now, in retrospect, probably the worst Devil May Cry. But I still had fun with it. I think I was actually more angered at 4 because of having to play through the same goddamn game backwards. Backwards, yeah. I do agree, but Dante is the coolest like character version in that game. It was just so fun to play as, so it sure. didn't sting as much. Yeah. No, and, and Nero was cool in that game because of the hook. It was. The that, hook that was fucking... cool. Get over here! But having to play through the same game backwards really rubbed me the wrong way in that game. I hear you. Rub you the wrong way. Thank you. Is that a real song, Ryan? Uh, rub you the right way is a real song. Yes. You sound like you sound like Michael McDonald right there, a little bit. All right. Also coming out this week, we have <laughs> our Mellow, the deluxe edition. I feel like I've said that game's coming out like thirty times at this point, and I still don't know what the hell it is. I got a PR email from it, but then I started skimming it, and then I just stopped reading. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to talk again because I'm so offended that you thought my Johnny Gill <laughs> sounded like uh, uh, Michael McDonald. When Michael McDonald clearly sounds like, Ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low. Ain't I no think you sound like Michael McDonald. I don't know what that guy, guy sounds like, Ryan, but I will say that was a good rendition of whoever you're trying to go for. Sounded good. good. Thanks, I, was, I appreciate yeah. that. The only, time, the only thing I can think of when I think of Michael McDonald is the episode of Family Guy where they <laughs> hired him. And he's like, how's they going to know what we're saying? <laughs> but... I always think of 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> if I hear Yamo be there one more time, Yamo burn this building to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, Beast Quest, the limited edition. It's also out this week. The Cruise Brothers. Uh, don't ask. I don't know. Uh, Golem. I know if you don't know what that is, you're like, okay, it sounds like another one of those games. That's the game that uh, the guy from Bungie, Marty O'Donnell, the company he went to, made. It's a PSVR game. Golem. Golem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pure Farming 2018. Drew, I think I think I think I think we got a winner, baby. I'm sorry, but I'm a farming simulator man. Oh, right, you're, you're very loyal, royal, loyal to the uh, the farming simulator series. Yeah, I don't play the that that pleb crap. 
Okay. Cube 2? I played the first cube. It's kind of reminiscent of Portal. Except you use colors, colored blocks. Mm. Uh, Tesla versus Lovecraft. The 25th Ward, the Silver Case. The Council. Uh, apparently that's an episodic game because it's also the Council Episode 1, The Mad Ones. The Mad Ones. Mad. The Mad World. Madness. Uh, the Long Reach. The Raven Remastered. I actually reviewed the uh, the Raven on PC ages ago. That's a game that had a lot of potential and that kind of falters at the end, but as far as the murder mystery adventure game goes, not bad. Uh, the American Dream. <laughs> Duff the Rose. Duff the Rose. Alchemist Castle. Oh, Jay, here's a game for you. Gal mm-hmm. Gunvolt Burst. Oh, dude, I, I already submitted the review for that, didn't you? Didn't you see it, man? It's in your email. Come on. Man, I was on Twitter the other day, and I follow Exceed, and they posted a GIF of that Sinran Kagura Peach Beach Blast. Yeah, you played that, didn't you? The, no. the one that's like Splatoon or no, something? No, I did not play that game. Oh, okay. Someone holy, did. Holy mother of God. Um, Exceed, I love you. Give me Trails of Cold Steel 3, please, for the love of God. It's been so long. Give me the announcement. Maria the Witch is coming to the PS4. Uh, Surviving Mars. Zeus Quest Remastered. I I don't know what that is. Uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered. Uh, Spiral Splatter. (laughs) I don't know what that is. Spiral Splatter. Spiral Splatter. Spiral Splatter. Uh, on the Switch this week, we're getting Coffin Dodgers. Don't play that game. Don't don't go near that game. Is what it, is it like? Coffins falling out of the sky that you got to dodge? Or it's something? a kart racing game. Uh, it's real bad. Okay. Uh, Don Maku Unlimited Three. Uh, Neo Geo Arrow Fighters Three. Bingo for Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Did they really call it Bingo, Bingo. for Nintendo Switch? Cluster Truck. You're not allowed to say the title of that name without 60 old women getting mad at you. <laughs> you know, I took my son to the school. They played, They had like a family bingo night. I'd never, like, my dude is super competitive. And when he lost, he's like slamming his hands on the table. Ah, oh, that's so close! <laughs> it's not like it's a skill-based game or was, anything. Oh, you can't get mad at Bingo. No, but it was cracking me up because one of the prizes was a set of Lego Star Wars, and he was so mad when he didn't win the Star Wars Legos. It's funny. Uh, cluster truck. The enchanting mahjong match. <laughs> God damn it! The enchanting mahjong match. Jeb- Does anyone in here know how to play Mahjong at all? I learned at one point, but I have totally forgotten since then. I, you do? You do? You do really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Where'd you learn it from? Uh, my aunt, actually. Oh, that is cool, dude. I, You know, I they, they have those mini games in Yakuza, and I always try to get into it. I walk in there in the Mahjong parlor, and I was like, let's play. I don't know how to play this game. And it's kind of try like one or two games, and I just got kind of like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I just stopped playing. 
it's all about matching. Yeah, yeah. it's all about matching um, tiles I with used each to, other. I used to play it uh, on Windows. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh, played Minesweeper. Maybe, maybe I'll try again in Yakuza Six. Q Minesweeper, the goat. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. No, it's Saltier is the goat. Minesweeper is the second fiddle. Gem Smashers is coming to the Switch this week. Neon Wall, uh, Sparkle Three, Genesis, <laughs> World Neverland, El Nia Kingdom. Okay. Uh, Kirby Star Allies and Splatoon 2 the Starter Edition. What's the Starter Edition? I wish you hadn't asked me because I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> I have I like, no idea what I like it is Splatoon either. 2. And maybe if it's like a really good value, I might jump in, you know? Did I miss a game? Because I thought, yeah, no, I did. Surviving Mars. I forgot that's coming out this week. I heard a lot of people talking. Neat. I, a lot of people talking about that game. Um, and I thought of that because the PC games this week, we got some good ones. There's Hot Mars 69. <laughs> Hot Mars 69. The number is just a coincidence. It has nothing to do with, you know. It's just the, the 69th version of uh, Hot Mars. So I'm looking at the start edition, and it's basically Splatoon 2 with a strategy guide and a sticker sheet. Cool. Like a very, very small strategy guide. If you remember what Breath of the Wild did, it's kind of like that. You know, it comes with a little cardboard box. Seems neat. Uh, also out on PC this week, we've got Chicken Daddy. Nice. Uh, what is this? Okay, chicken, never mind. Chicken Daddy. You have to, you have to I'm, explain I'm, what you're looking at. I'm looking at Hot Mars 69. Okay. It looks like a Doom clone. Okay. Uh, maybe like Doom 3. It says, uh, you play for the commander of the special forces group, Elon. Sure. And you need to kill all the devil mutants in the colony on Mars to avenge for the dead comrades and to escape. So doom. Like Russian doom or something? I don't know. Russian doom? Kill the demons. Mm -hmm. This man is dead. Bank. This man is dead. Bank. Uh, also on the PC this week, we've got Tidy Your Room Simulator. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not very good at that in real Tidy life. Tidy so. your room simulator. Yep. Yeah. That's Who the, wants to play that? That's the game you buy for I your kids. Coupon code for Comic Star Heroin. I think you got it. You got one too. Yeah. Maybe they just spammed it to everybody on Steam. Looks like Maybe. it. But they shouldn't give it to people that already own the game. That seems really dumb. I had to. I had to boot up Steam this week because I had to test my new internet connection. Uh huh. Oh, oh, that's boy. the best way to test your internet connection. Oh of boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Pretty good? Uh, 40 megabytes a second. Mm. Is what yeah, I was pulling down bad. from Steam. It's like, yeah. I downloaded, I, I was like, I'm going to download, I need a I need a solid size game. So I downloaded Castlevania Remastered, Lord of Shadow Remastered, and 15.8 gigs, man. That was done quick. Yeah. Uh, Cat's Bar. Rock the Cat's Bar? <laughs> Sharif don't like it. Oh. Mafia Gambling. Wow. We also have the new Arnold Schwarzenegger simulator. Good morning. Uh, good morning. 
Is it really associated with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Whenever I see the word good morning, I just think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Good morning! There's a man in my house (laughs) eating my birthday cake. (laughs) Where's, uh, where was that? Which movie was that from? That's from uh, Six Days. Six Days. The home one. Yeah. Yeah. That movie actually wasn't too bad. It was (laughs) alright. You know, Arnold impressions is one of those things that will never get old, man. Nope. And it, yeah. it, what's funny is the Arnold is one of those impressions where it doesn't even have to sound like Arnold. It just has to have the... <laughs> as long as it's got that, everybody knows who you're trying to impersonate. It, it, what, what, was the, what was the comment somebody made? Like, he's never actually done that noise? Oh, I'm sure. But, I'm sure. Well, no, I feel like in Total Recall he does that noise when he's trying to pull the thing out of his nose. Yeah, well, yeah, he's probably just screaming, but, like, I, didn't that come from, like, Will Sasso from, like, Mad TV that did that? I'm sure. What you need to do is you need to get, like, a recording of that noise and just sit in the bathroom and play it when people come in. When you're in the stall. <laughs> it's the, the key to any good impression is a foundational noise. And for Arnold, the foundational noise is... <laughs> Alright, let's talk about news. There's a lot going on this week. Uh, we t- I said we talk about Valve later. Valve has went on record, Gabe Newell, Mr. Knife Man, and said that Valve has several games in development. And they're about to start shipping games again. It's called Dota 2 Patch 1.0. No. I don't know. Half Life Three. Do you do you believe this? Do Half-Life you believe what 3? they're saying? I don't believe it. No, Did you see I, Jeff I Keighley know. was at Valve the other day? Okay. Oh, Jeff Keighley hangs out with famous people. What can we say? Yeah. You know, Jeff Keighley getting them them exclusive reveals, man. World premiere, son. Half Life Three. So are you are you saying that people should start believing in Half Life Three again after all the things that happened recently? Did people the entire, really entire premise of the game with being leaked by the original writer? Did anybody stop believing in Half Life Three? Yeah, I sure did. Okay, did anybody who's not cynical? Okay, all right, I see how you want to do it. <laughs> I never was into Half Life. Oh, Drew's that guy. He don't like Half Life. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Ken. It's only been fourteen years, you know. Yeah. I mean, Duke Nukem yeah, got that's, made. Yeah, that's a general general release schedule for for a sequel to a game, right? Fourteen years. That sounds about right to you. Duke Nukem got made. Nobody liked Duke Nukem. Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, Final Fantasy fifteen took ten years. Just Sorry. Did, didn't take fourteen years. Actually, for, I'm actually curious about what how long Duke Nukem took from. Oh God, that game was fifteen years. I think was the yeah. I mean, that, that game was announced back in the nineties. Yeah, it's been finished twice before the the actual version came out that that we got. Uh, speaking of games coming out, Call of Duty Black Ops Four was confirmed this week. That that look amuses me to no end. The, so, the Roman numeral for four does not look like four little things. It's just. Yeah, but uh, uh, maybe they're not doing Roman numerals. Do you ever think about yeah, that? They're doing a little shield thingy, I guess. So the big thing that I keep reading about this is like Xbox is really pushing this game. And really? One of the developers from the game just changed his picture to a an Xbox avatar. So I'm like, is it going back to Xbox? That would actually be surprising. the The landscape hasn't changed very much. No, it hasn't. It's told base goes. But a lot of... Microsoft's been doing a lot of weird stuff. I don't know if you've been following this, but 
Like, Sega was tweeting pictures of being at the Redmond offices recently. And then we got that Vanquish rumor floating around that Microsoft is funding a Vanquish sequel exclusive to Xbox. After what happened with the... Yeah, with... uh, games? That sounds insane. Yeah, and then that wasn't the only one, though. Like, Capcom was also out there tweeting some weird Microsoft... It's, It's weird right now. We're getting close to E3. Mm. So, like, weird yeah, things true. are happening. And uh, speaking of E3 coming up, uh, we got a preemptive announcement that Days Gone has been pushed to 2019. Well, now, now we understand why we weren't seeing a lot of footage recently, huh? Yeah. So that game is uh, that game's been pushed back. I'm o- I'm okay with that. I I say let it cook because it's one of those games that. I was going to check out eventually when it came out, but I'm not particularly excited for it. So I don't care if it gets delayed to 2019 or 2020. I'll, I'll check it out when it comes out, and that's that. So yeah, I don't know about that game. Another, yeah. another game that was announced this week, The Division 2. Yep. So what are you guys... Uh, let's let's rate how hot you are with Division 2. Like, what are you, Where are you guys at right now? I played it. I'll play the shit out of that game. Yep. Or no, no. What I mean is that, like, okay, are you gonna pre-order it, season pass, boom, you're ready to go, or are you just kind of like, I'll play it when it comes out, kind of deal. Once again, mm. George W. Bush said it best: "Fool me once, shame on on, on you." Can't fool right. fool again. Is that Can't we're fool fool again. Yeah. So, no, I will not immediately jump on the bandwagon of let's get the season pass because okay. I did that with a Division One. Mm-hmm. And the Division One, let's be honest here, had some major issues at launch, mm-hmm. and they have fixed that game. Like, like legit, they they totally did a Diablo three and said, "Okay, we get it. We're gonna fix this, make it right," and they did. And it's actually a really good game now. Um, but unfortunately for me and my group, that was day late and a dollar short. Mm-hmm. You know what was the most impressive about this announcement is they're basically like building up to it through the first game. Yeah, I think that's cool, and I might jump back in maybe. I I, I remember how the, the uh, do you guys remember the ending to Division One, the main storyline? Not like I didn't play against any of the DLC, obviously, but that ended up in a cliffhanger. You didn't catch the guy that was at the bottom of all the all the things that were happening. Yeah, you just saw like a hologram, and that was a. That was a dumb ending, to be frank. So it's setting up for Division 2, obviously. So I'm guessing it's going to continue from exactly where you left off in the first game. Is that the premise? Probably. Probably. Probably okay. bring some gear over or something. But would there still be a quarantine after that and everything? I don't know. They'll, they'll video game it somehow. And you know there's going to be a Battle Royale mode. That'll be the new Dark Zone. That's technically what the Dark Zone was already. Yeah, but they'll they'll make it like an official, like every hour there's a new Battle Royale or something. I don't know. I, I, I'm i there. I got a lot out of the first game. A mm-hmm. lot. So, I'm here. I'm there. It'll be, it'll be a good rental for me, I think. I fell off that game super quick after I finished the campaign, and the end game grind was like, ah, this is garbage, and I stopped playing immediately. So... At least a rental. But the thing about it is that what kind of really disheartens me is that we just learned that um, just going back to what happened with Destiny Two, right? Oh God! The Destiny. end of the end of the life cycle of Destiny One was good. the The last few pieces of DLC they put out, the story elements, the raids, all the little changes that they made to the drop rate and the loot and stuff like that, they were continuously going in the right direction. 
So we all believe that because of that, they would push on with that positive momentum going with Destiny 2. And while initially it felt like they were, when we finally got to that endgame grind again, we were seeing a lot of these imperfections just kind of mounting up to be these major issues. We learned that they haven't learned anything particularly uh, of significant value from their experience with the first game. So I feel like when it comes to the Division 2, I have to be a little bit more careful because I got into the, uh, Destiny 2 right away thinking that, that like, oh yeah, it's going to be as good as the end of Destiny 1 cycle. So I feel like because of how, how well they've done with this, I mean, the Division 1 at this point, going into that, you know, feeling, thinking that it's going to be as good as that might be possibly a flawed, flawed logic because every game is different. Every game needs to be tweaked until it gets to that point. So, eh. I don't know. What the it's, hell is it's going difficult on? to predict. What the hell is going on with Destiny 2? I have not heard one person talk about that game in I, so I haven't long. played it. Because that game is fucking dead. Good God. Like I mean, it's legit dead. Wow. That's all I can say is just wow. They, they, they ruined it. They, they really did. So yeah, I have, no, I have had no desire to go back and play that game at all. Not in the least. As For a matter of fact, it's one of the games to... I'm going to get rid of uh, trade towards... Kirby on yeah. Friday. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, bonus for it. The the thing is, is like I put like almost three hundred hours into Destiny One. I put maybe forty into Destiny Two, hmm. and I'm I, just like that. I have zero desire. Yeah, there's, there's no there's no reason to get better stuff in that game because the stuff isn't better. No, wow, that that just man. I remember when Destiny was all the rage, and now it's like nothing. Speaking of weird turnarounds, PUBG seems to not be on everybody's <clears> lips <throat> anymore. Instead, it seems to be a little game called Fortnite. Yeah. Who, who would have thought being a free game that actually runs well <laughs> helps out the process of pe- getting more people into it? So Fortnite announced a mobile game, and uh-huh. it's going to be cross-play with everything. Really? So Xbox, PC, PS4, you can play against everybody against them. the only place you can't play against people Xbox to PS4 sounds about right so those people playing on mobile is going to be like fodder for people playing on like PC and I, consoles I don't even know at this point what that game is but I know <laughs> I know it's a freaking phenomenon it passed like it's the number one viewed game on Twitch it's it's crazy right now it's, it's doing very well it's one of those games that I downloaded when the hype was just starting to build which was like half a year ago, and I haven't even booted it up once. Yeah, I will eventually. That, I mean, good on them. They're out there pumping out patches like every other day. Um, do you know what happened with that lawsuit that the PUBG people were doing against the Fortnite folks? They probably had to stop the lawsuit so they could go improve their game because they were starting to get their ass kicked. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Probably. How uh, long until this this genre? plays out. I don't know. I feel like we have this conversation every week and I keep I, know. I keep saying it's it's going to be next year, like 2019. Mm. Unfortunately, all the games this year are probably going to have one of those modes. That's that's the problem that I have is that they get into the whole zeitgeist of we got to have one of these. Yeah, I um, expect Call of Duty to have one. I'm kind of expecting Red Dead to have one. I know the Division 2 will probably have one. You know, 
As long as it adds something significant of value and not just as a throwaway mode, I think that'll be good. Because just like how Fortnite has um, improved <clears throat> upon the formula that PUBG kind of set up, well, it's not even that they set up. Like, there's a. Like, I noticed that H1Z1 is also free to play now with it, a Battle Royale mode, right? It finally right? went 1.0 and it launched. Yeah. And then they also added another mode called uh, Auto Car Combat or something. Where it's just cars, you have to stay in your car. Oh. Oh, that sounds interesting. But what I what I'm saying is basically, I want these developers to have this idea of competition, try to really one up each other, to have the best version of battle royale possible, right? And that'll be the one that I'd be interested in checking out. I don't want this like because the way it is, like PUBG was the first one to really get popularized, right? But that game itself is flawed in so many ways, technically, right? The way that game runs on like superior hardware is really just something that people should not be tolerating. Uh, a lot of the bugs and stuff like that, when you're just like driving around and your car just flips over and explodes for no reason, and things of that nature. There's just a ton of little things, the errors and issues that don't happen a lot in Fortnite. So because they've improved on the technical aspect, they also have that crafting element where you can build and you know like build towers and barricades to try to really one up your competition. So I want more of these kind of games to be better and add something of uh, significant value, and then we'll get something that's really, truly special at some point or another. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I'll, I'll be interested once it once it gets so oversaturated that everybody has one, that which one's going to keep the player base. Uh, you know, if, if Rockstar really does one, I think that's going to be the one that stays. Because just look at how well GTA Five has done. Just, just the polish... Structure and all the, the 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 power that uh Rockstar brings to the table just in just in the name alone, you know, are gonna be something that's gonna be interesting other people that are not so much interested in that genre to dive in for the first time. So maybe read that too. Oh, that'll be interesting. So the Nintendo had a direct there's a lot of games, so I'm just gonna run down some of these. Okami H D is confirmed to come to the Switch. Uh, there's a new WarioWare game coming, WarioWare Gold, to the 3DS. I admit I was a thousand percent confused when I saw this, because I swore it already happened, but they were remaking Luigi's Mansion for the 3DS. That's the first time I've heard of it. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion remake announced for 3DS. The GameCube Classic is being remade for the Nintendo 3DS with a few new features. But... So the one that is already on 3DS is not a remake; it's a new game. No, no, it's a, it's a sequel. Yeah, it's a it's new a game. called Dark Side of the Moon or something. Or the, dark, the, just Dark Moon. That's, the, dark that's moon, a okay. Pink Floyd album. You'd be alright. <laughs> it might be, man. Luigi just putting out the hottest album. If you play Dark Side of the Moon while playing mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, they sync up, and it's fun. Oh, stop it! <laughs> you got to do it backwards, though. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Uh, also. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon was the 3DS game. This is a 3DS game. Oh, they're doing a remake of it? Yeah, they're doing a remake, remake of, of uh, the first one GameCube, on GameCube. Luigi's Mansion. And, well, I was confused in the presentation because they're like, owners of Dark Moon can apparently just download this or something. For free? I, I didn't really. I, they said something I, about people who already have it. I don't know. I so think is you just, might have misheard. Is this just... Purely to take advantage of the fact that the new 3DS has a little bit more power than the original. I don't think it's uh, exclusive to the new 3DS, Ryan. So I don't think that's true. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. I, I, I was so confused by this fucking announcement. I don't know. Well, maybe Dark Moon sold well, and they're like, "Hey, we have." Oh, it one definitely sold well. Yeah, 
There you yeah, go. it's a Nintendo Select, I think. Mm. I I played that game a decent amount. I got like halfway through and then I stopped playing, but I enjoyed what I played of it. Mario! Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Undertale is also coming to the Switch. Eventually. Because everybody wants to put their indie games on the Switch. Yeah, Undertale is a bit of a phenomenon, so I can understand why people want so to play platforms. So, we had the question about Battle Royale games. When is this Switch, like, everybody wanting everything to come to the Switch going to end? Never. We're talking about Nintendo fanboys here, Ken. They cannot once, be reasoned with it. <laughs> once, uh, once all the good games from Wii U are ported over. <laughs> hey, Which we're pretty, pretty close. No, no, people are literally asking, why isn't Monster Hunter World on Switch? And they're, they've been complaining to Capcom constantly. They're like, oh, the other games have been uh, Nintendo exclusive on the 3DS and the Wii U, but now you betrayed us, and then you started putting it on the other platforms, and you didn't, put it, and you didn't even bring the one for the Switch, which I mirrored that sentiment. I want, you know, I want XX on Switch. It already exists, just localize it. Why not? But, yeah. Monster Hunter is a traitor. <laughs> it's a traitor. Yeah. It's on Xbox, but not Nintendo. Uh, speaking of traders, Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming to the Switch. In wow. Japan! Wow. You, you know, like, like, like Fantasy Star Online 2? The like new, the, the, the old one. Fantasy Star Online? No, only, only in Japan, right? Only in Keep Japan. Your, oh, okay. Only in Japan. And it's the, the new one. There's a new Fantasy Star Online 2. Okay. But it's coming to the Switch in Japan. We're never gonna get Fantasy Star Online no, ever again on the States, are we? I highly doubt it. Get it, never gonna get it. Uh, yeah. Captain Toad is coming to the Switch. Hey, uh, that's another Wii U game that I skipped, but I heard it's very good. It is good. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it uh, out. Eventually. South Park, the fractured uh, butthole, mm-hmm. is coming to the Switch in April. It was kind of weird that they did not announce that the Stick of Truth would come with that. I don't think it is, then. It came with the Xbox One and PS4 versions. Should. Yeah, but that still means, you know, doing a port... Of that game to the Switch, which I imagine is going to be more work than they're willing to do. Stop being lazy, Ubisoft. Goddamn lazy developers. <laughs> uh, Crash Bandicoot Remaster finally got announced for other things. It's coming to Xbox One, Switch, and PC in July. That's pretty wild to have that on the Nintendo and the Xbox console. That's cool. Crash has been on the Xbox and Nintendo consoles. Has it? Yeah, they made three games after the original trilogy that were released on GameCube and Xbox. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude, I totally don't know any of these games that you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, there was a... Uh, what was it? Wrath of... Not Wrath of Cortex. There was a Cortex one, and then there was Mind Over Mutant, and then... Uh, yeah, there were other Crash games that were on Xbox and Nintendo platforms. Yeah, my, my, my mind did not register any of these games. They must not have been good. Speaking they of... Weren't. speaking. Of which, the, one of the original developers of Crash was out uh, making comments about this. Mm-hmm. And basically saying, I feel dirty that these are on other machines. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I was like, really? We're, we're going to do this? You're a developer and you're going to pull the fanboy card? Like, you should just be happy more people are playing your game. Playing fucking Crash again. Yeah. You know? Jesus. Uh, Octopath Traveler got Boom, a release, baby. got a release date. What is that? Because it seemed like everybody was talking about it. Square Enix's exclusive Nintendo Switch, Switch RPG. Game. 
It's uh, made by the folks that did the Bravely Default games. Gotcha. You know, you know, I am a hundred percent on board. That game looks so good. It's like two D reimagined, dude. July thirteenth. Looks great. I, I'm a hundred percent on board with that game. Uh, Hyrule Warriors. So definitive edition got a release date. I gotta keep trying to pull these up, and these videos keep auto playing. But uh, cute to web developers don't make videos auto play. You suck. Nobody has ever wanted. An autoplay video. No. Uh, but Hyrule Warriors is due out May 18th for the Switch. Mm. Mario Tennis also got a release date. Mario Tennis Aces for the Nintendo Switch. That'll be out in June. Cool. That game looks really cool. Amiibo fans! There's going to be a Dark Souls Amiibo. And it looks okay. Okay. It lets you do the praise the sun emote. It know. better not gate that fucking emote to that <laughs> stupid amiibo by whoa, itself. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you really going to buy that game on the Switch? No, no, no. What I mean to say is that <laughs> if they took a piece of content from the game and made it exclusive to the amiibo only, that's going to piss me off. And a lot of other people too, so... I hope it's still in the game... You just happen to do it quicker or something with a dumb fucking salt. Oh, was it Solaire Amiibo? You should like, not. Oh. You should not buy the Switch version of that game if you own one of the other platforms. Nah, it doesn't look good. Or well, it it runs at half the frame rate. It's uh, thirty, while the PS4, Xbox One, and PC versions. Well, I can say the same thing about the Skyrim and the Doom. But and you shouldn't buy those. Of being able to play online, <clears> I guess. If you have the other consoles, you shouldn't buy those versions. Buy the versions that run better. Anyway, uh, what else is going on? Was that really all the stuff that came out of the Nintendo stuff? Because that's the end of that. And there's some other bits of news that I know of. Uh, they tease a new Valkyria Profiles Lennon thing. And then it turns out to be a game coming to smartphones this spring in Japan. Yeah. Oh, no, I meant the Nintendo stuff. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. looking at the Nintendo stuff. I think that's all the Nintendo stuff. You miss, you miss Smash. Yeah, you did miss Smash. I was waiting on that one. Okay. You, you, were, you said you... <laughs> hey, whatever. Let's go ahead. Get to it. Smash. Yeah. How'd you guys like that trailer, by the way? Were you guys fooled for a minute? No, I knew exactly no. what it was. Okay. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I I watched it after I already knew it was a Smash trailer. So, all right, all right. it was a cute way to reveal it. I think uh, very subtle. Still, it's weird that they have not come out and said if it's a like a remake of the Switch or the Wii U version, or if it's a new mm-hmm. game. I was curious about the same thing. I did some. I did a bit of investigation. It looks like all the evidence points to that it's a brand new game that's been in development for a while. <clears throat> I wish yeah, and, uh, Link is uh, Breath of the Wild Link. Yeah, Breath of the Wild Link. Uh huh. So this is not a port of the Wii U game. This is a brand new exclusive Smash for Switch. I don't know. I wish I could get excited about that series like other people do, but I find it extremely not fun to play. Really? Yeah. I enjoy Smash. Mm, I just, same. I just do not like the way it plays. I just, it's not very fun to me. Smash, Smash is one Smash. of those games that's fun because even if you have people around who don't play fighting games, um, they can play it and have fun and win. Mm-hmm. You should try Dragon Ball. Nah, it's a lot easier to get uh, 
people interested in uh, Smash characters than Dragon Ball characters. I know, but man, Dragon Ball's so good. It is. But when you got that uh, like four-player on one screen going with Smash, it's pretty special. Pretty good. I don't know what it is. I just never liked those. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm having a sneezing fit. It'll be all right. <sighs> all right. So I think that's all the news. I mean, unless you want to talk about Trump meeting with video game people. I mean, that is a, a point of contention, right? That is, we should we should we should cover that. I think I think my favorite degree. thing that happened is that they posted the video of what Trump showed for violent video games on YouTube and didn't age-gate it. Mm-hmm. That is <laughs> that is so typical I mean, of that, the White House right now. That was probably my favorite thing that happened out of it. I, I didn't keep up with it very much. When I read who was going to be there, I'm like, you're not really talking to the people you no, need to talk to. No, it's just, to it's just for show. Anybody for a long time. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a distraction to you know stay stray away from the actual issues. They, I, they are, in a lot of ways, very dumb, but also they are smart enough to know certain things you know they 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 have done the research they know there is no correlation between violence violent behavior and playing video games that are violent but at the same time this is just one way to steer clear of the whole gun control policy and all that jazz that there's really kind of making their life difficult for them so this is just a way for them to get away from that and start another controversy to overshadow another controversy that they actually don't want to talk about so it's just another thing we're just another victims of uh of the usual standard practices and it bums me out because we already went through this in the 90s why do we need to go through it again you know we already came to the conclusion because most uh most of the people who believe that video games were leading to violence in the 90s are still around and still voting and they still believe that it leads to violence and it's it's an easy target yeah, I mean, they, for folks that are sixty plus years old. Yeah, that and they like, oh, and the rap music, of course. It's, it's the always the rap music. It's the rap music, the rap music really? and the video games. And it's always it's always the rap music in the video games because people that don't look like them are playing them and listening to them. You know, Trump actually said during during a speech that said, "Oh, we will look into making a, some kind of a age restriction." For video games. <laughs> yeah, he also, he also was like, made mention that it would be a good idea to have a rating system on movies, too. So. <laughs> yeah, and I just sat there and I was like, how out of touch can you possibly be before you spout this nonsense out of your mouth? Like, I, I hate the phrase, but Trump just looked at you, Jay, and was like, hold my beer. <laughs> what, to, to, to prove he can <laughs> be dumber than I thought he would be? Exactly, exactly. Hold my beer. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess he's you know, but the good news is anyone can be president. So be be hopeful, literally anyone, as long as you got that money. Get yeah. that money, boy. As, as, as long as you're you as long give as you're me rich, that money, boy. <laughs> and you're white, you know, you can you can become president. That's what we've learned. Uh, get that money, get boy. That I'm money. gonna get that money. Be president, man. <laughs> get rid of them video game, man. Rap music, man. Cause I don't like that stuff, man. Get it out of there, man. Causing people to shoot people and stuff. Can't be the guns, man. Can't be the guns. Got to be the video. Guns game. don't kill people. Rap music kills people. Uh you know, it's just it's just so sad because we make good progress here and there. We talk about uh, rights for. Uh, Rights for like homosexuals and 
the things about things like people in like Saudi Arabia, women being able to like drive, and you see things that are that are being like more progressive over time, right? So we're like, oh, okay, we're making strides. They're little, they're few and far between, but we're as a species, we're growing. We are understanding ourselves and the things that affect us in certain ways. And then these things happen, and we just take three, four, five steps back, and I just get depressed just watching this stuff happen. What you talking about, Jay? My but Jay, it's clearly, <laughs> it's clearly video games. My because despite the fact that we are the only country on Earth where this regularly happens, and despite the fact that every other country on Earth has video games, mm-hmm. it's clearly video games. They had, they did a study where they they were looking at the, they made graphs of the the amount of guns per capita compared to amount of video game consoles per capita, and in Japan it's just like video games per capita just out outdo like the states by by margin, right? And then the amount of mass shootings in that country is like non-existent, zero, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, what? I wonder what the difference is. Maybe maybe there's a lot of these things that go boom when you pull the trigger. I don't know. But no, but no, Jay. So I, I don't want to live in America where my twelve-year-old can't get a shotgun from Walmart. Okay. I don't want to yeah. live in that. Amer- That's not my America, Jay. Yeah, I, I, I have friends that, that really love guns, <laughs> and I don't want to take away things that my friends enjoy. That's not that's not the kind of person that I am. But I do wish that they could have a mature conversation about at least having some kind of uh, you know common sense laws and regulations for something that can obviously. You know, hurt a lot of different people. No one. Why does anyone need a fucking assault rifle for? Jay, it destroys my rights as an American <laughs> mm-hmm. if you put any limitations on my ability to buy an assault rifle from a dude at the Cracker Barrel parking lot <laughs> with no background check. <laughs> Which, by the way, completely legal in the United States of it's America. Completely, one hundred percent legal in these United States of America. I know someone who I won't identify. Uh, <laughs> Who uh, traded an assault rifle for a trailer, like a uh, camper. So this is all things that are possible in the United States. Well, it's the greatest goddamn country on the planet. Well, this this reminds me of the uh, the little part in Simpsons when Homer Uh, gets a gun. Do you guys remember that episode? No. He goes to uh, he goes to a gun store and he's like, okay, I need to buy a gun. He's like, okay, all right. So we have we have the guns like, oh, you have this attachment for this pistol. You have this uh, ammo auto reloader. You have this extender, and this one is for shooting down police helicopters. And Homer goes like, I don't need that yet. <laughs> and he says like, okay, so I need to I need you to wait a week so that I can do background check. And then he says like, what? I need to wait to have my gun. I'd kill you if I had my gun right now. <laughs> Uh, that's a funny scene, but so true. This is uh, so true. America. Fuck yeah. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I own, I, I blame I own Drew guns, in the South. so that's me, in though. Drew, yeah. Drew owns, and he's got an arsenal in his closet. Yeah. If you in consider it. two guns an arsenal, yeah. Well, an arsenal for one person, right? No, I got a Akimbo, that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of guns do you own, Drew? I own uh, two uh, pistols. Okay. Yeah. Do you, Do you have a conceal carry permit? I do not. Okay. Do you conceal and carry them anyway? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Obviously, one by his ankle, of course. That's mandatory. Yeah. yeah. So that way, I can dive and then pull it out. Yeah. 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 In yeah, slow yeah. motion. I mean, obviously. Yeah. 
Okay. No, no, I I do own two two handguns. Uh, one's a revolver. The other one is an automatic. The revolver is the most. <laughs> it's the cold single action army. <laughs> Finest handgun ever made. It will never jam on you. <laughs> but no, I. Uh, uh, Did you play Metal Gear Solid Three and then immediately buy a revolver? No, no. I actually bought a revolver last year. Okay. The thrill of the battle when you're reloading in combat. Yeah. Makes me feel alive. That's a good scene. I like that game. <laughs> <laughs> good God, man. Oh, he's, that scene with Revolver Ocelot when he's gun jams, when he's doing the fight out with Snake, and he switches over to a revolver and starts, like, falling in love with that weapon in particular. It's really compelling. It's really good it's, stuff. It's, it's a metaphor for uh, Keely and Kojima's relationship. <laughs> That unhealthy relationship. Yeah, <laughs> <you're right. laughs> oh boy. Anyway, let's do let's do an email, and then let's do some Twitter, and let's eat some lunch. E. So we got an email from Mark, titled "Son of a Witch." Uh, the Witcher Three is one of my f- all-time favorite games. When it first released, hey, me too. Uh, when I fr- when it first released, I spent over eighty hours playing through the story and loved every minute. I then let a friend borrow it who broke the disc. We are no longer friends. Wow. Uh, wait, wait. If a friend breaks something, the obvious thing is that that person should replace it immediately after you know saying sorry. But if that person does not, not worth having as a friend. I was going to say, he broke that friendship off. So. Yeah. Uh, I really wanted to go back and play Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine. So when I saw the Game of the Year edition at the end of last year for a low price, I picked it back up. I booted it up and was pretty upset to discover that my 80-hour save file was not compatible with the Game of the Year version. There aren't many games wow. that are so good that I could bounce back from a loss like that and start again, but I did. Over the past couple months, uh, between other releases, I've spent a further 25 hours playing through the story again, this time on PS4 Pro with the current 1.5 patch. Uh, the game is just as good the first as the first time around. I started experiencing some issues with the game at around the 20-hour mark, where it crashed a couple of times, but then seemed okay. I then went to the smith at Crow's Perch and Velen, and had a full set of griffin armor crafted. I went into the inventory to equip my new armor, and the game crashed again. Ugh. From this point on, every time I open up the inventory screen, the game shuts down. What? Oh. What? I did the obvious thing of reinstalling the game and loading other save files, but made no difference. I even initialized my PS4 back to factory, and still, no cigar. I did some research online, and it appears a lot of people have had the same problem at the exact same point in the game. The game is now unplayable for me, as I kind of need the inventory screen to progress through the game. I feel like I was never destined to play those expansions. Apparently CD Projekt are aware of it, and hopefully they're working on a fix, but some people have had this problem since December. Maybe all their focus is now on Cyberpunk. Have you guys heard of this bug before? Has this kind of thing ever happened to you? And what game was it? Hope you're all good. Kind regards, Mark. I have not heard of that bug. Mm, me neither. Uh, that's crazy. That's a scary thing. Yeah, like a game-ending bug where you can't progress through the game? That's the worst. I think Drew's got a story about that. Fallout? Do I? Fallout? It's true. Fallout New Vegas. Um, I was uh, locked out of New Vegas. Couldn't open the door. I couldn't get a key. So I tried sneaking in. 
problem is New Vegas is like guarded by a whole bunch of guys. So if I sneak in, everybody starts attacking me. So I couldn't progress through the game because all of my quest givers were in New Vegas. Wow. I had like 30 hours in that game. So the only thing like that I've had was um, that I've mentioned on the show a bunch of times is that I never finished Metal Gear 3 uh, because across two copies of the game and across two memory cards, uh, my save files kept getting corrupted. Did you like lose power while you were saving multiple times or something, or just no, happened? no, just happened. Mm. All my my memory card too worked for every other game. Had no problems with it. I actually still have that PlayStation Two memory card somewhere. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I have I have many memory card horror stories. But as for games crashing to the point where I can't continue, there weren't too many of those. I always like try really hard to like fix stuff when things get broken so I usually find some kind of workaround uh, and when it comes to the games like The Witcher I think the way I did is I lost my file for Witcher 3 when I transferred over with the, the new DLC stuff so I actually downloaded a save that was basically the same kind of thing that I was as far as the progression of the story and then I just kind of implemented and imported to my my game as well and then I just continued off from there so at some point I you know if you're really, really interested in finishing the game up, maybe pick it up on PC and just download someone else's save and do that. But that is heartbreaking, dude, because uh, me and Ryan can tell you all about how amazing those two pieces of DLC are. So Yeah, it's yeah. Ridic- they're both ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, uh, Hearts of Stone has one of my favorite villains of all time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, did you know, uh, Ryan, with the Gwent game that they put out on PC, right? They yeah. have an arena now, just like how they have in Hearthstone, and the yeah, arena he, is based on him, the Mirror Man. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that's a really cool that the implementation of that. Yep. It's really nice. Yeah. The only one I have is uh, Tomb Raider: The Angel of Darkness. <laughs> that's okay though. There's a there's a character that follows you around in that game towards the end, and at one point he fell down this hole, and he wouldn't come back up, and I couldn't go forward. So I've never finished that game. Mm. Oh. Oh, speaking of, I started playing that game Long Dark. You guys heard about that one? The, the yes. survival game? Yeah. I got to the point where the game auto-saved right before I'm getting mauled by four wolves. And I don't have any band-aids left. And that wasn't the only save I have prior to that point. So I can no longer play that game. I tried to load up the game. There are four wolves surrounding me. I have no band-aids. I go into the uh, into the uh, the church to try to try to like bandage up or anything but i have no match so i just kind of bleed out and die so unless i still want to start out a new game that's it for me well, I can't it's play a sur- that game anymore. survival game you didn't survive yeah I, I guess so but you know if i lose eight hours of progress like that i'm not coming back to that game you know? <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that game that much it's, it's, it's neat it's got some cool stuff to it but not enough to do another eight hour playthrough uh, from the beginning i got a pretty good one yeah, so uh persona 3 Mm. we did for Zombie Frog Game Club, which was before Phoenix Down. This was what the game club was before we merged with ZTGD. And uh, we were playing through Persona 3. And I'd say I was close to probably about halfway through that game. And um, I was living with my roommates at the time. And you got to understand that where we lived, it was kind of like a cabin in the woods and it was kind of old, and we didn't really take care of the place. 
And um, I was playing in my room. Uh, and then uh, the power went out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, the power went out. To which I heard one of my roommates in the kitchen go, fuck! And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And he comes stomping through the hallway to the other bedroom where the the uh, circuit breakers are. And he's flipping circuit breakers. And I was like, Alan, what, what, what happened? He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, the power just went out and you just yelled fuck. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he flipped all it back on. And uh, apparently what had happened was he had plugged one too many appliances in. And it knocked off the breaker. I turn on Persona 3. And my probably 30-hour save is gone. Mm. To which I said, I I hate my life right now. Fuck this game. Yeah. 30 hours, man. I have a history with Xenogears. I told you that time I bought those knockoff uh, PS1 memory cards because I was a child and didn't know any better. I was like, oh, guys, it has, it has 10 times the capacity of the PlayStation 1 memory card. So clearly it's much better. And I had a save file of 70 hours of Xenogears right before the end of the final boss. And I lost all my data. Mm. And then I had to play through that game again like a month later. I was like, ugh. Now, that was rough. learn how much you appreciate cloud saves in 2018. Cloud saves are pretty great. <sighs> pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do some tweets. Uh, Mookie says, the more I play the Rainbow Six game... Uh, the more I start to feel like I need to step off for a bit because it's starting to feel a bit too serious for me. Some people have gotten really deep into that game. Yep. I have never played it, ever. That's alright. I I could see how people get into it, but I'm not into the competitive part of it. So, uh, Anthony says, I hate that I'm playing Final Fantasy XV again over new games, but the character switching and other things they've added are pretty cool. Haven't got the boat yet, but the new armager attacks are sweet. Lots of ease of use changes made. Also, chipping away at Radiant Historia, bought all the DLC because one is an item that basically gives you quick level ups. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine playing without because the lack of money I get from combat is absurd. I can't buy new equipment. And yes, I am comboing. It's got some weird design decisions when it comes to gameplay, but I'm enjoying it. It'll, it'll have comments for Phoenix Down on the weird use of time travel. Okay, I'm curious about what we're going to talk about in the time travel thing. Uh, because the way... <laughs> I do agree that they the game doesn't give you a lot of money unless you basically fight everything, which you don't want to do because it's not a random encounter system. You kind of go all on the map, and you can hit them, and then you can get a preemptive attack. So the way that game works now with the, the new append version is that you have this access to this vault. And you can go there, and you get these things called mementos, and you use those to buy items from the shopkeeper. And those items are actually really, really good. So you actually can save all your money from the actual like regular or timelines to buy items and just buy equipment from that shop alone. So try that. But it's another clear case of paying to buy cheat in this game because you get that ring that drops those experienced tomes and stuff like that. You don't need it to beat the game, but it certainly makes the game easier. Like, if you find yourself stuck and not being able to progress because, you know, you don't want to grind for a decent amount of time, then picking it up is not a bad idea, but I don't I don't recommend it. You don't need it, in my opinion. Alright, now we got some quick hits from Dustin. He says, they should have made Mar WarioWare for the Switch. That would have been interesting. 
Uh, I'm fine with ports from Wii U to Switch, but I feel cheated when the ports have new material. I gotta pay full price if I want it. Uh, I can see that, especially if you already own the Wii U version, but, you know, Nintendo's not gonna have some kind of plug in the program for that, unfortunately. Nintendo gone Nintendo. Yeah, basically. Uh, why skip Partners in Time in favor of Bowser's Inside Story? We forgot about that one. They did announce that was coming. Uh, probably because Bowser's Inside Story is better critically acclaimed, I suppose. I I remember Bowser's Inside Story being funny. Hmm. Uh, I want Luigi's Mansion 3, not a remaster of the original. Yep, (laughs) I hear you. (laughs) Smash announcement was sweet. Here's one for you. What's the Dark Souls of Monster Hunter? Dark Souls of Monster Hunter. Oh, Ryan, you want to chime in on this? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. I, I would say it's the first game. Uh, because it had, it had the vision and the way that control worked. Uh, it was kind of a kind of like it had the basic idea of what Monster Hunter was going to become, but it was rough in so many different ways that made things a lot more difficult than it needed to be. And in that way, it was kind of charming because of those imperfections kind of added to how fun the game became because you had to overcome them. So that's what it feels like to me, at least. All right. He says, I tried Sea of Thieves, and that game is boring, not my style. I will reply with, I hope you played with other people, because by yourself, that game, yes, is a giant bore. Playing with other people, though, pretty damn fun. Uh, really excited for Octopath this summer. Yeah, me too, man. One of my most anticipated games of the year, for sure. <laughs> uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 for Switch, but only in Japan. <laughs> also, the latest Saga game was announced for Switch, but only in Japan. And since the Slayer of Astora is an amiibo, he Smash confirmed, right? <laughs> That'd be pretty wild. Uh, Dark Souls crossover. It's probably gonna happen. Smash usually gets a few like, weird. You things. know what? Since we're t- we're on the topic, let's let's throw out some fucking wild guesses at Smash players. I mean, Smash characters that we're expecting. Crash. <laughs> like just Crash. Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandafruit. Okay. What do you, what do you got, Ryan and Drew? Well, I mean, I would guess all of the folks. All of the major Nintendo guys are going to be there, right? Sure, so sure, sure. You're not going to lose any of those guys. Um, I'd say... Who else might they add? I got um, one for you guys. Go ahead. The Doom guy. No. <laughs> yes. Nope. Yes. BJ Blaskowitz. <laughs> well, well, he is getting a game on Switch. When, well, when is that I game think they'll add... They'll add... Um, What's his name? The main character from Arms. Oh God! Oh uh, yeah, Arms definitely. Frank, you know that's Frank, a that's sure What's bet. his name? I don't remember his name is. I don't know. Elongated man. I don't fucking know. Elongated man. <laughs> <laughs> Geralt of Rivia. Yeah, I think not... that's that sells that's Soul Calibur six. Yeah. yeah. Have, Calibur have they 6. said that? Have they confirmed they that? No, they haven't. They haven't. But it's, everyone is saying like, yeah, that's that's happening. And that makes him me excited. 
Barry. He's either going to be there or they're going to do some like cross promotion with um, Monster Hunter for the PC launch. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty sick. I would I would love to play against Geralt of Rivia and Soul Calibur. I would main him for sure. Yeah. Does he just stop mid combat and bang all the Soul Calibur ladies? Of course. I mean, you got to collect their collectible nudie cards first before you can do that. Though you got to <laughs> earn the privilege. <laughs> That's how it used to work in the original Witcher game. You, you get the card after you bang them or something, right? Yeah, yeah. you get a card of them naked. Oh my yeah. god! Gotta collect That's them. That's true. Bang them all. That was just the first game. Yeah. That's still that's still terrible. No, I agree. He's, you even got a card for like just banging a prostitute. Oh, yep. it's it's something to remember the good times by, man. What's the what's the problem, Ken? Is, it, is that what you do? Don't that worry, you, you do can remember her from syphilis. Yeah, it's true, right? Why does this itch? He's you know what? He's he's the Witcher. He can withstand poison uh, poisons of yeah, he doesn't get, magnitude. He doesn't get venereal disease. That's one of the. Uh, <laughs> The benefit. What's the what's the quagmire line? I don't get gonorrhea. I give gonorrhea. <laughs> Basically. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, Chad says I want so badly Yakuza Kiwami two to be announced for the West soon. I I, I do believe that will happen sooner than you think. Uh, uh, yeah, they don't want to take the sales away from Yakuza Six, which is coming out very, very soon. So after that game comes out, or right before that game comes out, they're gonna announce Kiwami Two. Can Bet somebody explain to me why that game is delayed into April? Uh, because there's a lot of stuff coming out in March. That's what it feels like to me. Because you know that game has been complete. But what is coming well, out in March? What is coming out in March besides Far Cry? Well, there well, I knew there was a ton of stuff at least that I was interested in. I, d- I just don't feel like there's a lot happening in March that would stop. Oh, and also, uh, more importantly, it's the second quarter when you go into April, right? It is, but what did Atlas have, in, or Sega or Atlas have in the first quarter? And it's not like they're going to expect Yakuza to light up NPD charts. I think Yakuza 6 is going to do much better than you think, man. It'll Yakuza do, 0 sold fairly well. It'll do fine, but it's not going to make a dent on a quarterly report, so I, don't, I, th- I guess I just don't understand... Especially since we know the game is done, mm-hmm. you know, like it just seems weird that they would delay it. There's, there's Maybe. no reasoning behind it for me. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, Chad also says, "Have you ever played through a super long RPG only to get to the final boss, rage quit, and then vow never to play the game again?" Uh, yes, I did. Which game is that? Nino Kuni: Wrath of the White Witch. <laughs> <laughs> you beat that game, though. I did not. You didn't? No. Oh, first shame, Drew. I made it to the final boss three times. There's three boss fights in there. Uh, I beat the first two bosses. The last boss uh, completely, like, you know, just obliterates me. Takes me back to the beginning of the first boss fight. Did that three times, and I said, nope, I'm done with this game. Did you at least watch a YouTube video for the end? I did. I was so mad with that game, I didn't even watch a YouTube video. Wow. I let Matt describe to me what happened, and Matt said it just ended. Sweet. <laughs> I mean, there's, so, there's nothing I, I Seriously, I really don't like that game. I, God. There's it's a very beloved game, too, which is funny. Is it, though? It a lot, is. A lot of people you like that game. A lot of people love that game. Yeah. Well, I, I, Matt I, loved that game, right? He he did. 
Yeah, there you go. Maybe, I mean, maybe you're the outsider. Different strokes, so. you know, but... You're literally the only person I've ever heard that didn't like that game. I know a lot of people that don't like that game. So there, was people that, there was people that wrote in that were like, yeah, this combat is not really doing anything for me. Nino Kuni 2, though. That should be on your radar, Drew. I, you know, maybe when it's free on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going there, huh? Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I seriously, man, I've got way too many things to play. I mean, you got to play that Overwatch. You know, it's very important. I've got so much game. Overwatch to play. Yeah. We got to, we got to have that hot new commentary about Overwatch. You know, I mean, we got a new character coming soon. Brigitte sounds so good. She's she's good. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I don't know. I just like I, I tried, man. Like I, yes. I gave that, I gave that game a fair shake. I made it to the final boss, like legit the you last did. boss. And okay. I was just like, I don't have the time or the effort to do this. I am so done with this game. I mean, is is any game even going to be worth playing to the final boss after the Blue Dragon final boss? I mean, come on. That's that's true. When we called it at the first episode, who the final boss was, and then the music that plays. Oh, the yeah. music is sick, dude. Yeah, it's like, like it's Destroy. Like, yeah, hardcore like heavy metal mixed with orchestra. What do you what do you guys call that? Like chicken steak song, right? The that, chicken uh, steak song. Chicken for steak. Battles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it couldn't top that, but boy, they they did. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah. definitely t- top. You know, I was so I was so over leveled for that boss fight that it wasn't even funny. We all were because we had to. When we found that part where there was that part. Like right before the final dungeon where those little butterflies, they gave you a shit ton of experience points and they never attacked you. They healed you. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. I spent like an hour there just grinding and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. So you just, you just spent an hour murdering butterflies that were healing you? Yes. <laughs> you guys are assholes. Yeah. You, that's how you win that game. It was beautiful. By being an asshole. All right. Like Maru Maru. Maru Maru fucking fart jokes. Uh, I hate Maru Maru. Maru Maru is the worst. I don't uh, remember Maru Maru, and that's probably he's a good that thing. idiot party yeah. member who was like always yelling. Yeah, he's got that really like annoying voice. Oh, it's bad. Uh, you know, I'm looking through the game releases in March. Maybe you know this, Ryan. Um, what what's RBI Baseball twenty? I mean, eighteen. <laughs> is that is that good? It's something you should stay away from. Uh, uh I mean, it's it's not. Um, it's more arcadey style baseball uh, game. Okay, so it's not like a it's not like a competitor for like the show or anything. No. Not really. No, they're okay. they're pretty different. Okay. Uh, Chaz, last week says finished the Evil Within two last weekend, and that is a damn fine survival horror game. Would have definitely been in my top ten last year. Fucking right, it was. That's a great game. Damn right. Yeah, that's that's a game that was way better than the first game. For sure. I kind of want to go back and play it again in first person. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. This is, this Especially is now good. that it's got an X. Did you do that on your first playthrough? No, because I haven't no. played that game. No, no, play third person on your first playthrough. Yeah, uh, yeah. third person. I own it. I I got it really cheap. Yeah, like nineteen ninety nine or something. You like that, should but. play that game. It's really good. Did you yeah. Did you finish the first game, Drew? Yeah, yeah, we beat you it. Did. On oh yeah, down. dude, dude, get in you there. Watch me, game. remember? I did. And I missed the uh the boss whenever I had to shoot that thing at him. And I missed like three times, and you were watching me. You said, "How did you miss that?" Oh, the rocket launcher! <laughs> yeah. yeah, at the very end, I, I watched you. I was like, "Wow!" I thought the the reason why I made that comment because I thought it was a quick time event that you couldn't miss. You couldn't, yeah, you couldn't miss. And then, and then Drew found a way to miss, and I was like, "I, I, I missed in a quick possible. time event." Apparently, that's pretty good. Yeah, Drew finds a way, man. Wait, wait, do you see the final very, boss very of two? The final boss of two is pretty fucking epic. Here's yeah. the deal. 
Is there anything annoying in that game much like the one in the parking garage in the first game? Uh, n- not nearly no. as. No, I don't think anything was... I I did not have any walls in that game. So would you say Evil Within 2 is, you know, above and beyond the first game? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. A thousand, okay. yeah. thousand times. A thousand times. It's really good. Cool. All right. Uh, last tweet comes from Moogie. says that Outbreak event in Rainbow Six Siege is fun, stressful, but fun. They had a zombie mode, I guess. Okay. When's the Battle Royale mode for Rainbow Six coming out? Next week. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's already out. It's been out for ages. It's coming. Yeah. Ubisoft gonna get in there. I'm telling you. Yeah, the Assassin's Creed Battle Royale. Man, there do you, you ever play that multiplayer in Assassin's Creed? Uh, a little bit of the... I think it was second game Brotherhood or something? Brotherhood, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's the multiplayer. Play. That was a cool concept. It just did not work out very well. Nah. Unfortunately. But no, that is it. If you want to tweet at us at M4G Podcast, shoot us emails, podcasts at ztgd.com. You can follow us all on Twitter. Jay is at bottom side J. Drew at DML Fury Wombat. Ryan Wombat RP is on Twitter. You can follow me at ZTGD. You can also follow the site at ZTGD Content. I don't, I don't think that thing's been tweeting. but that's I good. haven't been. I know. Around, I know. You know, we did post a bunch of reviews this week, so go check them out on the site. Would you like me to retroactively? No, no you're good. You okay. Good. No, we we good, man. You didn't miss much of importance. <laughs> Age of Empires Definitive Edition. Is that is that game good though? Oh, uh, her review was uh, decent. Six point five, I believe. 5, yes. Oh, okay. I was getting very angry at all the. Bad games I've been reviewing, or not great games I've been reviewing lately. Man, I I had a string of nines. I had one bad game, and now I'm back to the nines. It feels good, man. I had fives good. and sixes for like a month, and then I got you got to you, you pick the winners, can. You and then I reviewed the Turok one and two remastered, and f- everything else that came out in February. Oh yeah. <laughs> But no, I know you guys got some big stuff coming up. Yakuza, Nino Kuni, Far Cry, Drew, Far Cry. I'm, I am oh, yeah. very excited up. for Far Cry. I did, paid, they, uh, did that come in for us yet? No, but I I paid off my gold edition because I am so buying that season pass. Hey, another thing, is it coming out? I don't know if it's coming out this week, but you mentioned to me via text yesterday, yes. Titan Quest remake. Titan, Titan Quest is out on the 20th. You should have code tomorrow. I am... Actually, really excited to get into that. I used to play the crap out of Titan Quest back in the day. Uh, what version of Far Cry Five are you getting, Drew, for review? I don't know. Whatever Ubisoft sends, which is okay. usually Xbox, I believe. Yeah, I'm curious about that co-op. So if you do get a PS whatever for a version, then I'll, I'll play with you. Cool. So, yeah. And if you get Xbox, I'll play with you because that's where I got it. Cool. All right. <laughs> You're covered. Anyway. I think that's it. Unless anybody has anything else. Lunchtime, baby. Lunchtime, indeed. Alright, well, we get out of here. Go play some video games. Drew. Try. Bye. See ya. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Welcome. <laughs> 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 